4: We've all seen them, and many people on social media complaining about it. Here's your chance to show and prove. WorldAfropedia.com is a black-owned and
3: The gay rights movement is changing everything. At the Supreme Court today, a long awaited showdown over
5: LGBTQ rights in employment. The justices will hear a set of cases testing whether the federal law that bars sex discrimination in employment applies to LGBTQ employees. Specifically, the question is whether employers are free to fire employees because they are gay or transgender. NPR Legal Affairs correspondent Nina Totenberg has more.
2: For 10 years, Gerald Bostock was the Child Welfare Coordinator for Clayton County, Georgia. His primary responsibility was a program that provided advocates in court for abused and neglected children.
5: It's the job I loved, uh, and my employer loved me doing the job. We actually reached the benchmark of serving 100%
0: of the children in foster care, which was an unheard-of milestone for any Metro Atlanta program.
2: But in 2013, Bostock joined a gay recreational softball league.
5: And from that point on, my life changed. Within months, I was fired for being gay. I lost my my livelihood, I lost my medical insurance, and I was recovering from prostate cancer when this occurred. It was devastating.
2: Amy Stevens is not gay, but transgender. She worked for six years as a funeral director for the Harris Funeral Home in Livonia, Michigan, presenting as a man. But by 2012, she was in despair over her gender identity.
3: I stood in the backyard for an hour with a gun to my chest, but I couldn't do it, and I chose life.
2: Stevens decided she would come out at work as a transgender woman. For eight months, she worked on a letter to her boss and co-workers, telling them of her sexual identity.
3: I realize that some of you may have trouble understanding this. In truth, I have had to live with it every day of my life, and even I do not fully understand it myself.
2: Two weeks after giving the letter to her boss, Stevens was fired. Amy Stevens and Gerald Bostock both took their former employers to court, charging that their dismissals were based on sex and thus violated Title VII of the 1964 Civil Rights Act, which bars discrimination, quote, because of sex. Now their cases are before the U.S. Supreme Court. Neither Clayton County officials nor their lawyers would agree to be interviewed about the Bostock firing for this broadcast. But the owner of Harris Funeral Homes, Tom Rost, explained in a videotaped interview with his lawyers why he fired Amy Stevens.
5: The families that we serve, how would they possibly react to this?
3: It's just kind of beyond what you can possibly think of. And this individual, Stevens, was a a face of
6: Harris Funeral Home.
2: Now, under the 1964 law, customer preference is not a justification for illegal discrimination based on sex. But the employers have a broader defense. It is that Title VII of the 64 Act does not apply to sexual orientation or gender status at all. John Bursch represents the Harris Funeral Homes. Everyone understood in 1964 that sex meant biological sex. So treating a biological woman less favorably than a biological man because she is a woman. And that just does not translate into other categories. The employers are supported by 15 states, including Texas and its Solicitor General, Kyle Hawkins, who makes what he calls a common sense argument. Sex is not the same as sexual orientation and not the same as gender identity. Lawyers for the fired workers counter that the Supreme Court over the last half century has interpreted the law far more broadly than that. Stanford law professor Pam Carlin notes that the justices have applied the anti-discrimination statute to a variety of situations that Congress was not thinking about in 1964. In 1964, you wouldn't
6: find a single dictionary that defined the term sexual harassment. And yet... The Supreme Court has held that Title VII prohibits sexual harassment of women, but also sexual harassment
2: of men. Indeed, more than two decades ago, the Supreme Court ruled that even same-sex sexual harassment was illegal under the statute. Stanford's Professor Carlin, arguing for the gay employees, today will remind the justices of the court's very first sex discrimination case after enactment of the 1964 law. At issue was a challenge to an employer policy that barred hiring women with young children. The court ruled unanimously that the policy was illegal sex discrimination.
6: And we say, if it's sex discrimination to say you can't work for us if you are a woman and you have children at home, It's also sex discrimination to say you can't work at us because you're a woman and you have a wife at home.
2: She argues that just as women with children are a subset of women covered by the anti-discrimination law, so too are gay and lesbian employees.
6: If you wouldn't fire a man for marrying a woman... And you would fire a woman for marrying a woman. You've discriminated against the woman who works for you.
2: The argument for transgender employees may be politically more difficult to sell, but it's arguably more stark. It goes like this. If an employer hires a man and later fires him when he shows up as a woman, how is that not discrimination because of sex? Making the counter-argument today, lawyer Bursch will tell the justices that sexual orientation and gender status simply do not fit under the 1964 anti-discrimination formula. He warns that if the court were to rule against the employers in these cases, it could have serious ramifications beyond employment. If we redefine the meaning of sex in federal law, It has implications far beyond this case, including allowing biological men to identify as women and take women's places on sports teams. Federal law does indeed bar sex discrimination in sports programs at schools that get federal money. And the NCAA has elaborate rules for dealing with trans student-athletes. But as Stanford's Carlin observes... Title IX is a different statute and the regulations under Title IX for
6: having separate sex teams and the like are different than the rules in the workplace.
2: Lawyers for the employers counter that these and many other questions simply were not anticipated by Congress back in 1964 and that given the changes in society since then, it is Congress that should address these issues now, not the court's. Nina Totenberg, NPR News, Washington. College
1: don't mean shit. Y'all niggas, and you gonna be niggas forever, just like us niggas.
7: On you right now at six, some Orlando firefighters are demanding the city make changes after a first responder admitted to using a racial slur.
5: Nine Investigates has been following the story for more than a year, and tonight, investigative reporter Shannon Butler found out the mayor and council have had enough and are vowing to make some changes.
7: Black firefighters addressed the city council today, asking them to do something when it comes to firefighters who use derogatory terms. Today, the mayor and the union both said they will sit down and talk about some serious policy changes. Gregory Meeks represents firefighters all over Central Florida and is demanding change at the city of Orlando after engineer Nicholas Tootin called another firefighter the N-word. He is a public servant whose salary is paid for by all communities of
1: Orlando. He does not deserve the honor. This honor, he needs to be relieved of duty immediately. His presence dishonors the entire fire department.
7: Tuten and other firefighters were preparing for dessert at the firehouse when he blurted out the N-word. This is what he said when he was questioned about it. Roger made a comment about me
3: eating dessert first um, and made a comment. Um, I know there's different discrepancies about uh, exactly what was said, but said something about my weight and I responded to him uh, or just as a general comment, uh, no.
7: Not only did he remain employed, but an arbitrator ruled that the city had to reinstate him to his previous rank after being demoted. Firefighters say the city should not tolerate that behavior and should do better. It's about what's right and what's wrong. We are the city beautiful. We are on a world scale. And if
1: we allow things like that to happen to our people that are working for us, How is the public
8: supposed to trust us?
7: The mayor and the union have agreed to sit down, and changes could soon be made. Commissioner Patty Sheehan addressed those firefighters, saying this continues to happen at the Orlando Fire Department. She said it was an embarrassment to the city of Orlando. In Orlando, Shannon Butler, Channel 9 Eyewitness News. Niggas. An Indianapolis man is suing Mercedes-Benz, its Lafayette dealership, and the owners of that dealership. Uh, Jeffrey
8: Turner is a former employee and says the company fired him after he complained about the owner's repeated use of the N-word. News 8's Jenny Dreisler has been following this story. And, Jenny, when did this all happen?
9: Well, Jeffrey Turner says that the hostile work environment that he says he experienced at the Mercedes-Benz in Lafayette really ramped up about six months before he was fired in October of 2017. And now he's looking to change a culture of racism he says runs deep at Mercedes-Benz. In a news conference Wednesday, Jeffrey Turner flanked by his lawyers. Detailed allegations of racism and discrimination they say were common at Lafayette's Mercedes-Benz location.
10: We drew the, the the,
5: the line in the sand. When the derogatory vulgarities were used and they were used with such ease, they were effortlessly used.
9: Turner filed a discrimination lawsuit in federal court Tuesday. Turner says he was fired from his job at the Mercedes Benz Lafayette dealership for insubordination in October of 2017. Turner says during his time at the Lafayette dealership, the owner, Mike Razor, repeatedly used the N word and bragged about charging African American customers more for cars. Wow!
3: Hold up, sir. Hold
1: up, hold hold up. Stop the motherfucking record. I want you to Pondy replay drama. Pondy (laughs) (laughs) replay. Let's give him one more
5: chance, man. Run that shit the fuck back.
9: Turner says during his time at the Lafayette dealership, the owner, Mike Razor, repeatedly used the N-word and bragged about charging African-American customers more for cars.
5: You have to be able to treat people with respect. You have
10: to be able to treat people with the utmost courtesy and he's not always a courtesy
5: person. He's very curt, he's very crass, but he gets away with it because he's a dealer principal.
9: The suit also claims Turner was a regular subject of verbal harassment and said Razor referred to him as, quote, his favorite N-word. He also alleges during a meeting his boss's son said if you turned the lights out, you wouldn't be able to see Turner because he was black. Turner says Mercedes-Benz retaliated against him for speaking out about the repeated use of the N-word by his employers. Turner says the discriminatory culture is a company-wide problem at Mercedes-Benz that he wants to see changed. It's not like that just
10: at one particular dealership. It's, it's a very uh, good old boy network. I have to go on with my life, which I intend to do, but at this particular
5: point, Mercedes-Benz needs to change their culture.
9: Attorneys for Mike Razor dispute the allegations, but admit to using the N-word one time during a meeting. We've also reached out to Mercedes-Benz of North America for comment, but have not heard back yet. Attorneys for Turner say the statute of limitations was up today, and that's why they decided to file now. No timeline yet on when this could appear in court, but Turner is seeking damages and a jury trial. Jenny Dresler, WISH-TV News 8.
5: Context of white supremacy. Gusty renegade. In for another broadcast, hopefully to share constructive information on the system of white supremacy. Before we get to the date and all that other rubbish, that should have been two rewinds. In the segment at the uh, Lafayette Mercedes-Benz, they said the boss's son. I almost feel like rewinding the clip right now. (laughs) They said the boss's son said. Let me get my CK Lewis routine on. Look at here. If you presumably talking to an older black male, they didn't give a name, I don't know, I mean they didn't give an age. I don't know if we're talking the boss's son who's Charlie, who's six, the boss's son who's ten, boss's son who's nine, boss's son who's five, fifteen. How old is a you know, the little fella? Anyway, let me get my CK Lewis CK on. Uh, if they turn the lights off in here we wouldn't be able to see you because you're so black <laughs> I got a million of them wow the boss's son and white people are ignorant about racism white supremacy I don't know how old this child I mean we could be talking a child like I said it could be a 5 year old could be a 7 year old who knows but the boss's offspring is coming in and making racist jokes about you Wow. Workplace racism. I don't even think that has been mentioned before. And that does happen in a lot of different workplaces where either your employer's uh, offspring will be in the work environment or your other coworkers might have their offspring. there. I've seen that they have uh, those bring your children. Uh, to work days and, you know, just different things happening where they bring their children in, that, you know, in and of itself might deserve a code. And I, I think I have heard other instances where uh, a white person's child was in a work space and made racist comments about a black employee. I think uh, even calling them a nigger, I think I've heard that before. I just hadn't I just thought had about it. That's about not about as, as, know, prevalent, that's as prevalent as some of the other things. You're in that all the time, Uh children and how you deal with, you deal with the, the children of people that you, with you work, work with or work for that, that you might, know, you know, deserve a better thought, thought advanced, in case you have to deal with that. If anybody has had, you know, to codify that or encounter that in the workspace, feel free to share. Number six zero five. 313-591-64, The code 564-9943, Count. Press star six one if you would like to participate. <clears throat> now we can, you know, do the proper introduction. Our weekly segment neutralizing last place racism. Uh, the date. Friday, Friday, October, October 11, 2019. 2019, so, so I, have I have been told, been told uh, this, uh, this is, is not a broadcast for spectators. If you have, you have, figured, you figured, have figured out, out. hey, I don't those kind of problem. Uh, none of the little, little urchins, urchins that come on the job, job. Uh, they, don't they don't mess with me. Mess with me. You know. They say hi you know. and keep it moving. I don't have any candy don't on my desk. desk or. I don't <laughs> deal with any hygiene <laughs> uh, from little uh, racist, uh, racist, racist hooligans, hooligans. Uh, in, my in my work. no way. Uh, if you have figured out how to deal with that and or any of the other problems that we regularly deal with uh, while we are on the job, please dial in and let us know what you have codified to help you solve problems without creating new problems. The number 605-313. 591644. Five, six, four, the code 5i six, 6 4, nine, four, four three, 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 pound, count now press, press star six, six one one if if you would, would like like to participate, participate. Certainly, so if we have if folks who are having problems, problems uh, with white right merchants, merchants uh, on your job making, making racist remarks uh, or otherwise of mistreating of you, or, uh, or any, any other any difficulties uh, that you I would appreciate, counter-racist uh, suggestions, suggestions on how to go about problem solving, problems, solving problems, problems, again, without creating new problems, problems uh, maybe a different, a different perspective on viewing what's taking place, definitely let us know. The number again, 605 313 the code. Five six four nine four three hound pound press star six one if if you would like like to participate. You can certainly email uh if you I are not able not email. not, email. not email. In a, in a spot where you spot, can valid share your share email and we can anonymously share your comments, your comments uh, suggestions, whatever, whatever it is. Uh on the uh, broadcast. Uh until at gmail dot com. Until at gmail dot com. And we can and share your share comments, your suggestions, suggestions. Live a live today. Wow. So much to get to uh the audio clips. Reports, reports folks that, folks that wrote, in, wrote in just the plethora just the um uh, before I, I, we get I to any it of that <coughs> orlando is mentioned Orlando's Mention. Mention. The, the cows cows, cows, cows in nineteen counter-racist field retreat, retreat. We had, we had multiple folks was said, Pops is there any way you can make it a make bit it more accessible? accessible. And, and I worked, I worked diligently, uh, did, uh, some did some and checking, and I found a similar, a similar location. location. We still have so all the same, same amenities. amenities. Everyone, will still have, have, uh, everyone will still have beds. Bed. The whole nine will still, will be, still be right next to right the Orlando Airport, airport approximately 30 minutes from the Orlando Airport. So same so setup same and all set bad, that, but, but a cheaper, cheaper location, location uh, substantially, substantially cheaper, uh, in my opinion, my uh, opinion uh, enough uh, that I was able I to trim $200, $200 from the price uh, of, uh, of, uh, uh, of the retreat. Uh, all the folks who already signed sold. it'll be deducted, be deducted from the second, second payment, so everybody so gets the and same discount, discount, pays the same, the same account, amount. And for folks who said, if you could make it a bit more accessible, I would love to hang out in Florida. Minus 200 dollars. So price is seven thirty. Uh the uh, deposit, deposit I want to take advantage, to take advantage uh, and try to try you know, things, and tie things, things up as things early as, as possible. possible. Uh the deposit positive in date to October twenty-fourth, so folks will still have time to process and think about it. October twenty-fourth, uh it would be three eight. The deposit and then the final three oh five uh is to use uh, the, the second week week in week December, December on retreat again in yeah, December 28th. That is a Saturday, Saturday to January, January one, 1 uh, which is Wednesdays. Wednesday. Wednesday uh, five five, five days, days, four nights. Four nights
3: <coughs>
5: vegan yeah, meals, meals, plant-based meals. Plant-based meals, meals uh, the whole time, we'll, time we'll have mindfulness workshops. We'll be doing yoga, yoga, yoga every day uh, while we are hanging out in Florida, hopefully with good weather and, and no hurricane. The updated the update information is on my blog, blog racism. Typhenotes.blogspot.com. Racism- you can email mm-hmm. if you need any additional input, input about the retreat, retreat. Took a while <coughs> to kinda <coughs> see if I can, if reconfigure, I can reconfigure, reconfigure to accommodate comedy requests. requests. Uh, try, try, to try to make sure make yoga, you yoga is, accessible is accessible to people, to people who need it, need it the most. most. Alright, workplace, workplace racism. racism up run up over today. Of today uh doing I'm the news segments the first, first and then we'll first, little, get to, emails and get to mail, I get to right go first for workplace well, racism today.
2: uh so the news segments, new segments. that's,
5: that's the big talk, big talk. Uh, a lot this, uh, a lot week, this with week was the supreme this this court. court and, and lgbtq, LGBTQ rights, rights in the, in the workplace. workplace uh <laughs> I guess there's I guess some there's geography some bias, bias, depending, depending on, on what part of the world, world you're in. Me being, being in Seattle, Seattle uh, where they have, have you that, know an entire uh, section, uh, section of town that is you know considered, is considered, considered this is the mecca, the mecca for, uh, for, uh, LGBTQ uh, LGBTQ for LGBTQ people, people and their flags are proudly uh, displayed, and, and, and they have their parade and, parade parade and all that. It's challenging for me to imagine someone classified as white. Being denied Being the constructive resources, resources on, the on the basis of them, of them identifying, identifying as lesbian, as lesbian queer, queer, gay, gay trans, trans, whatever, it, whatever is. it is, it is you know. I don't want to say, I wanna impossible, say impossible, but impossible, but I mean, but wow! wow. <laughs> like. Certainly, I'm nothing that we're going to compare to racism, white supremacy, which, in my in view, view, this is. If I go into the Civil, Civil Rights Act of 1967. 1967, certainly that sort of thing. And conflation we talked about that so frequently—conflation. That, was, that was why, to play and the one one that, and they had so much so time, and they had, they someone, had someone who someone I think classifies as white. I almost, I almost killed my, oh, no, no, wait a minute. Minute. They, they had, had the one where you I was a gun to, gun 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 to gun my gun chest. chest. I can't, I can't, can't recall, recall if PR he ever, have ever, ever having a sex, where they had black people talking in that type of detail, emotional detail about the trauma they experienced in the workplace, and I mean, you could pile them to the ceiling. You could have firefighters alone. I think retired firefighter home alone could take up Traum- a good thirty minutes, 30 minutes on NPR media, talking about workplace trauma he experienced uh over um, his, uh, his uh career As a public servant, in that that South Florida. Anyway. <laughs> but the one, one that one that really can't get it on my metaphors for the today,
3: today, they
5: it had a segment, the segment where the individual who also seemed classified as white, I couldn't be in there on audio, said that Thought about, thought about this about for eight, eight, months. eight months. Transgender, Transgender. I'm going to write a letter of my lines 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 to my employees to explain all this. this. I, wrote I wrote down in massive letters. T.M.I. T- if I, got, I such got such a letter, such letter in the letter. Workplace, workplace, I would just, I would file, just file that file in my, my workplace work journal there, and, that and that would that be it. Did I do not have a comment. comment. I do not have any thought. I did not need to know all of this. As opposed to Tim, we're supposed to call you Tina now. Is that it? Call people if they want to be called. Got it. Got it, was it. it was Mr. Johnson, Johnson before, and it's Miss Johnson.
3: Johnson. Got, it. Got it. That's
5: all I, I need. All I, know. I do know. I need not need, need an eight-month analysis of your analysis. journey
3: through TMI. Uh, but comparing, uh, comparing all of all that,
5: that. <clears throat> to, to, to the five re- re- firefighter. firefighter. We just we had that just big had report last week, last week where they were urinating. They, were urinating. they, had, to they make, had to make uh, tutorial, uh, tutorial videos to encourage, to encourage firefighters, firefighters to, not, to urinate not urinate in their in fellow their firefighters', firefighters helmets. helmets and beverages. And beaver- I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 My memory is bad. It was they were, they compelled, were compelled to make to tutorial videos to stop, to stop firefighters, firefighters from, from urinating, urinating in and their and fellow co-workers, co-workers' beverages and helmets. And helmets. That's, what, That's it what it was. That's not That's going not to the Supreme court, court, you know. You know, to deal you know with, that. Deal with that, should what be should done be about done about bad. that? <laughs> <The> punishment. <laughs> punishment for that. Then we get then to, we get to Orlando. Orlando. That's just That's this just week. Week. I said it's I no sure it's you, can find you find you things in the fire department every day. They had the one where they wouldn't even give a black child ice cubes. You got a runny nose. We don't give niggas ice cubes. You doing coming to the fire department?
3: They had the Orlando fire department where suspected racists racist, racist, uh, uh, accused, accused of calling a black, black firefighter nigger
5: nigger, no surprise nigger. there. And, and even and the even context, context. Uh, where he uh, says, he well, says he started, started. Cause he got reinstated, he, reinstate, he, he started. He came, and he came, in, came in, and in and made a disparaging comment about my weight. He had the audacity, chubby this white is a man, they have video for this uh, one. Uh, uh, he had the audacity to come in and say something about me eating dessert first, and you know, after he disparaged he was fat shamed. That's what it was. This was, this was just, it was, it was something that got around. I'm sensitive about my weight. See, that's the way he can explain it. He fat shamed me, and I responded, "Well, I let the niggers eat first. and he got his job. No discipline, but reinstate reinstated full rank because he might be promoted to, but then, but then he explained this way. Uh, the, um, the Lafayette, Lafayette situation, situation, that was the that one was the like Mercedes-Benz Mercedes dealership. dealership. And I already said, I said about the, about uh, the uh, they said they the employee's, employee's, employee's son, son came in and, came and, made, and the made the racist, racist joke, super, super important. important. The actual yeah, rewind really on that segment. segment, they said... Additionally, Additionally the, fruit the fruit doesn't, fruit doesn't fall far from the tree. tree. The father, of said, "Son,
3: brag, brag about, about selling, selling black people, people vehicles, vehicles, Mercedes, Mercedes, Mercedes presumably Mercedes, at, a at a higher price." price. Addition, Addition to the workplace racism, the workplace racism. we, can we can stand, stand that stand stand that regular
5: on a regular basis, basis. we charge we the neighbors more. more uh for uh, a residence apartments, apartments or housing, housing whatever, whatever it's, gonna it's gonna be. We charge, we charge them, them, you know, double, triple, triple the property. property uh that, was, that was in the family property, property. Carol Satters uh, her program by Chicago, the Chicago. <laughs> allegedly <laughs> best, 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 best plantation in the universe. In the universe. Uh but, uh, but same, same thing with the vehicle. The niggers come in, I'm I'm gonna call the niggers who work here and call them niggers, niggers. and have my son come in and call them niggers. and then when the niggers come to buy their high end uh vehicles. So that, you know, they'll feel, they'll feel like they're not niggas. We're going to charge for so niggas extra, niggers extra, extra and, brag and brag about Mr. Mr. Fuller said that, that is a key component of white supremacy, supremacy racism, racism. Bragging I'm about terrorizing I'm and abusing black people. I'm bragging, not, not hiding, and being proud, be proud. boasting about mistreating, stomping on the niggas. always be always mindful of that move that or not to, to make purchases. I guess that, that, would, that would be another, be another reminder about being about frugal in the system of white supremacy. We don't we want, so want to be want spending too much money, too much money, to money, money because invariably it ends, ends, ends up in end end race over hands, hands to just do more of the same. Continuing, a report that I've and then we'll move to personal. Dusty first. Today was the fourth place, racism. New York, New York City, City, Comptroller, City Comptroller pushes 56 companies, 50 companies to commit companies diversity, diversity and adopt the NFL Rooney Rule. This was uh, in so the Washington Post uh, today. Uh, today. For people who don't know, the Rooney Rule is, is uh, the uh, national, national, national Football League. League. Uh, they, uh, inducted they inducted a rule some years, years back, back where mayor, uh, uh, national, national football, football teams are required to interview uh, non white candidates. Non-white candidates. Non-white I don't know if every single time that they have a head opening vacancy, but. That non-white non-white candidates, candidates are at least are supposed to be, supposed be getting, getting regular, regular interviews, interviews. Uh, in the uh, NFL, NFL because racism, racism white supremacy was being practiced and, practiced and you had and all and the white players, players, players uh, but uh, very few very black, black head, coaches. head coaches. So they enacted they this and they've they done coaches, this, this uh, I think, in some, some other professional, professional sports, sports, sports leagues where they've tried to adopt a similar rule. So the report reads... The man in charge of New York City's $200 billion public pension fund wants more than 50 companies to take a page from the National Football League and pledge that they will consider female, that should be white, white male, and minority candidates. That could be, be LG, MTQ, or, or, or yeah, yeah. lots around there. there. For highest-paid high jobs. jobs, Scott, Scott Stringer, the New York, New York, New York City York comptroller, 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 on Friday announced that he, he has sent a letter to 56, 56 companies, to companies, companies, including at and Boeing, Boeing, Delta, Delta Airlines, Marriott, Marriott, Walmart, Walmart and Walt Disney, Disney Company, asking them to adopt, adopt policies to, to consider white women. And people, and people of, color, of color for every open every award, award seat again, even, again. even the <laughs> phrasing of that every time. Uh, 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 why would why it, be, would it women be women and people, and people of color? color? Why would that why would even to be, be said? said? The only way, way that this needs to be, to be said, said, unless, unless it's, you think white, white women, women have been mistreated, unless that is not, that the, not the case, case. it should be explicit. White women and non-white people of color is incorrect. Either make it explicit what you're talking about. White women and non-white people people for every open board board seat as well as the CEO appointment. The move is in line Uh, with the so-called Rooney Rule, the NFL NFL policy adopted in 2003 2003 that requires every team team to interview at least one 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 person of color color for head coaching vacancies. It now includes other high-ranking front office office positions. The rule is named after Dan Rooney, the late former Pittsburgh Steelers Steelers owner who also chaired the League's Diversity diversity Committee. committee. As a pension system, you want to invest in 21st century companies that represent the future, not companies with management Teams that look like they're out in the 1950s, Stringer said in a statement, It's time for the business world to embrace these reforms that will lead to decades, decades of progress. Stringer's office said, that said, that said
3: that the companies have yet to adopt a type tight search policy for boards or CEO positions based on his review.
5: Uh, other, companies, uh, other companies such as such Facebook, Facebook, Amazon, and Costco, and Costco Warehouse have adopted have such policies, policies at the board, board or level or at times in response, in response, response to investor, investor pressure. I'm not, sure not sure that anyone that would say that those companies are super diversified and black people are like filling out the ranks, ranks uh, in uh, high-ranking high ranking positions at those organizations. But again,
3: this was not about white people. This
5: was white women. Minority, that's what they that's said. I, I think say that, say that I word think is in the word guide, minority. Uh, uh, I, the I, email again is untiljustice.gmail.com. Feel free to in write in if you, have, you uh, have comments to share, share, questions, suggestions. suggestions. Uh, yeah, I, have I have several, several emails, emails to share. share sharing, uh, but uh, T. going first today uh, on workplace racism, I think I announced a few... I got some months ago, ago. I couldn't I have ago. said it more than it a month ago, because that's when it all started. So I, I think a month ago, ago. I, announced I announced that I got that an I got internship, a yoga internship, 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 for three months. <laughs> And, yeah, and, and I wanted, you know, to, do I wanted to do this, even though you were not being compensated. I wanted to do this because I wanted to get opportunities to teach. Uh, it's, like uh, it's like anything, like practicing, anything racism, racism, practicing racism, practicing counter racism, you have, have to practice. And I wanted to and get, I wanted to get uh, opportunities, opportunities to teach. To teach. Uh, just so that happened, happened, that happened that this studio, studio is very, very close to my presence residence, presence and it is pretty posh. Uh, I think it's the, the nicest studio, other studio, studios studio, uh,
3: that I've been to. I said, "Oh, that would be a great opportunity to get."
5: Some teaching, so teaching reps in uh, and in a, a, really a really nice studio, studio that's, that's easily accessible. accessible. Win win win, win. Uh, and I can, I, I can add to my, add resume, to my resume. Also, to my resume resume, resume as a yoga instructor. So, so I got the I got internship. internship, whoopee, whoopee who I, which I included even really more than I thought studio time to, time to take pictures, also also the resume and other help bolstering your resume so it look even better moving forward as an instructor. All things great, we should all be looking for opportunities to hone hone our craft craft. Uh, so that we can uh, enhance our career opportunities. opportunities. Uh, So So I am am one month into my three-month internship internship that is supposed to last until until about the beginning beginning of December. December. Uh, I have taught exactly two classes. classes. Um, You're You're supposed to teach at least six six classes classes as a part of the internship. internship. So I just finished teaching my second class. Uh, The studio, studio. White Woman. She says, uh, hey, you've done a great job. In fact, well enough, you should be getting paid. Uh, I was going to talk to you about filling out an application so you can go ahead and be uh, employed. You've done great work in the classes you've taught and absolutely well enough to be paid to teach. Now, I thought, I thought. That was, that was important, important. Uh, because, uh, I because I, I think I had mentioned before, we've talked, talked about, about many, many times, confidence. confidence. I think a system of white system supremacy, supremacy, a key, a key aspect of you erode your black self respect, uh, you, yeah, you have many have victims, have victims of white supremacy, supremacy many black, black people. people. Uh, we, we are, are not, not allowed, allowed confidence. Uh, in, in our, our possessions, uh, in our, our professions, uh, even or just even confident just confident, confident in life. life period. Or in areas where we have strength beyond the workplace. Uh, that is frequently uh, denied. Uh, is frequently, uh, denied. Uh, I we had a, a listener had a, a investor. investor. Uh, her child, uh, was, child was, at school, was at school, and the teacher, and the said, the teacher said yeah, check to check, check in, in. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and We we, and we check, check confident, confident black, people black people in the system of white supremacy, and particularly in the workplace. A lot of times, non-white people don't get to. be be, feel competent. competent that oh yeah oh yeah I'm good at you know what I do, I'm good in my field. Uh, you know, I don't you have to be a, I am an expert, expert, but I do have expertise uh, in what I do and you know, I'm well trained, all you that know, I work hard and you know, I'm skilled at what I do. I think mean, the system exists that for black people on a pretty regular basis, there's some kind of way of, of saying that they are deficient uh, in our craft. So I thought it was important uh, because I had been saying, Man, man, uh, I certainly have seen. Individuals classified as white, and white who white are, and are skilled they know, know how, to and how to teach and have been practicing for a long, long time, uh, and uh, have been teaching for a long, long time, time. Uh, and so they're I confident about, doing, about that. doing that. However, yeah. I, have I have also seen, also seen some see white people, people who are not, not very skilled at all. Uh, uh, same thing, thing you know, the system of white supremacy where you can be white and get access to jobs and things like that, and you might not be. That qualify. You might not might not be. Uh, that skills uh, they have the whole college, college uh, admissions, uh, admissions thing, uh, and I say this, I say explicitly, this explicitly because, because I haven't had uh, an instructor. Uh, a lot of, uh, a a a lot lot of, of with uh, yoga um, instructors probably don't know. Don't know. Uh, you, uh, have uh, you have, have to give certifications, get certification you know, to show that you, you have expertise. expertise. Like it's expertise, great to have things you on, on your, your resume, resume, resume: you did this, you a retreat, you taught at this studio, or you know what are you been teaching for this amount of time. But certification, you I'm 200 hours certified, I'm 500 hours certified, I'm prenatal certified, have a Yin certification. Getting these certifications certification, a lot of times time, that's a lot of time, a lot uh, money, money and it's a lot of time. time. Uh, sometimes sometimes, those, sometimes certifications those certifications can take, can take six months. months. Uh, uh, you're doing you're work and you have to write and papers, to papers and, and you have, and to, and take you have to take class <laughs> It is a it lot of work. i talked about that last time when I was doing my two hundred hour certification and my pre- It is a lot cool. of time and energy to get those certifications and same thing, same like, thing like the admission scandal. scandal. I've talked to white people who said, that, uh, well, I was doing my 500-hour certification and such, and such and such a thing and happened and I, and, and I wasn't able to finish. finish. Now, now this, person this person may be marketing themselves as 500 dollars certified, but they, they don't actually don't have that certification. And that's, that's the same type of thing that I've talked about, about in many, many, many settings. 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 Discretion, Discretion. when It's something, something uh, where, uh, where a white person who was doing the hiring, hiring where they might, they have, might discretion. have discretion. Uh, I was uh, talking about I'm all kinds background, background, background checks, all types, all of, types things of things where there might be discretion. Are they or looking they the, look other the other way sometimes? Because I know Cause with, I uh, mean, yo, I can even, know, say I even say with my, my internship. internship, this is not this is paid, not paid. <laughs> this, this is not paid, not one, you know, nickel, not one dime, car was It was, before we can start anything with the intern, I need to see your 200 hour certification. If you don't have you that don't piece have of that paper, paper uh, to uh, document, document, you're out. You're that's why I said, if, if you're a, a white person and you don't, so you don't have it, something happened, happen happen and you and didn't finish, finish you didn't get that piece of paper. paper are you, you able to use your words, words and get and through get that process? process. Uh, uh, you know, did they do have, have discretion? Is there some leeway? I don't
3: know. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, I have I my 200-hour
5: certification, certification and, uh, scanned and scanned it. And so I have a digital so copy, copy and I have the hard copy, or copy or just, just in, case, in case. Cover my bases. Encourage folks to earth earth make sure you have any important earth work-related, earth work-related earth documents that you might need. Scan, scan them so that so you have so your backup copies just in case. So we get through all of that. As I said, I just fast forward to Sunday. Boom, taught. Hey, you know, you should apply. Be great, great, paid to teach. You're doing a great job. Okay, okay. Before, Before I, finish I finish the application, the application. she plops Flops the employee, employee handbook, handbook in my handbook. hands. It is, in it is a neat binder, binder, binder uh, with a three-ring, three-ring notebook. notebook, all printed out, and graphs, and graphs whole nine. I stop immediately, immediately at the whole application. When you thinking about that, I get a I get very, very comfortable, comfortable seat. seat. I, think, I think, oh, man, it's going to be a hoot for, for Friday's right place racism. And, and, and I crack open, open that, that employee handbook. That is exactly. Exactly, exactly the way that I say it, I should, say be it should be done anytime you any are time any for a job. I wouldn't care if it was, you know, to sell chicken sandwiches at Popeyes. Popeye's before and we, before, get before we get the to chicken the chicken sandwiches, sandwiches, let me see the, me the see, uh, uh, policy you Got to know. If something know, happens, happens, time off, I get a I chicken sandwich at my work, let me see the employee first. And then I'll decide if I have to work here. That's the way things should be done. That way you get to, before you even sign the contract.
2: What is this what work is environment? environment? What am I, what I signing, signing up for? for? Do you have you policy? Have because, policy? I, mean, that's, I mean, that's huge.
5: huge. We've, heard We've heard people say they, say they go to they jobs and they jobs don't even they have a ready, handmade policy and procedure that you procedure can view. view. That right that there lets you know, that you know, know the you uh, type of, type of environment, environment that you are potentially signing, signing on, to. on to. I get myself a comfortable seat, and I slowly read the policy and policy procedures. And, procedure. and I mean, wow. wow. I learned quite a quite difference. Difference. Is why I said, you I should you read should it. it. Just, just, sometimes it'll have good things. Like, oh, like, if, oh you if, if you teach you, you get a free, free membership. membership. You, can you can practice anytime you want. Oh, that's, that's cool. cool. That's like $150 value. A, a lot of... of uh, studios, uh, like okay. Uh, okay. And in addition to that, if you teach, you teach a family member, it's a free membership. Oh, wow, that's great. Get somebody else out, like I said, $150, said, $150 value. i me know that I had not Right, okay, read, okay. Keep reading. They have a whole have policy, policy on social media. social media. Oh, wait a, oh, a, a break minute. It's a social media policy. They have a policy on phone use and computer use. Get to social media later. Uh, They write in the policy policy. that they may have have access access or they may listen in in on on phone conversations from time to time, time. quality Quality assurance assurance type thing. That is nice to know, know, and I think it is is said pretty regularly on this this broadcast, broadcast there should be no no expectation expectation of privacy privacy. uh, in your workplace. workplace, You should speak all the time as though everyone in the organization, everyone who has ever been affiliated with the organization is going to get a pristine transcript of exactly what you said the entire time that you your transcript, audio file, everything. I'd even have it here to too. That's the That's way that the you way should that you expect, expect the environment here, especially in, now. now, now. that 2020, 2020. 2020. Alexa, 2020. Alexa and all of that. All there of that is no expectation of uh, privacy. privacy. Uh, it was because phone, phone, phone computer. and computer. I already said the phone uh that we have, access, have access, access to phone, phone, phone calls, calls. Uh, and they said uh, the same, uh, the same thing, thing about the computer, computer emails, all of that. Same thing that I've said for years with that regard. I am not checking my email doing anything on this computer except work. Related, I might check the, the check weather. Weather. weather, and that's a button that I'm not doing, doing anything <laughs> oh, on this oh, computer no, except work related no, activities. i check, check my email or anything, or anything when else when I get home. home, like, like nothing. nothing. Feel free to check all at home what I was doing at the computer. No problem with that at all. Social media policy. I read that and uh, they,
3: uh, they basically, especially this is everything that happened. happened with the Houston, with the Houston Rockets, Rockets, I, I easily could have included that, that uh, Workplace Racism uh, as well, as, uh, so but it was a white person, white person and you know,
5: the sidetrack, but uh, uh, I, I read it, I would encourage I other, other people, people. Dr. Kanban, I think, has the best strategy, delete your social media account entirely. Cause nothing happened in that, that cool on Instagram, Well, you can still grammar. check it, check it, it out check you out. need check me, out. Uh, uh, postings out. all the rest of that, red that, red that, red that red you don't need, it. Don't need That's it. me. That's, That's Dr. Kanban's uh, advice, which, which I think is very is sound, uh, unless you uh, need social media, for your job, job, which is, which kind, is kind of
3: the yoga industry, where you kind of need to be on
5: social media a little bit, post pictures of you doing some cool poses every now and then. Be that Maybe as it may, uh,
3: their,
5: uh, their policy was, was basically, basically support, they support uh, people uh, being, being able to post to on, social on social media, media uh, free, uh, free, speech free speech and whatever they're doing. You know, you know as long as you're not you're uh, bad, uh, harassing uh, customers, customers, giving uh, away business secrets, uh, secrets uh, bad mouthing coworkers, coworkers, that sort of thing, and, like you know. What happened with, happened with Houston, Houston Rockets? rockets. No, problem. no problem. Do whatever you're going to do. Gonna do. Uh, uh, as long as you're not bad-mouthing uh, employees, not customers, customers, giving away secrets, secrets coworkers, that type of thing. As, as long as, as you're doing not doing that, uh, or engaged uh, in criminal activity. activity, activity uh, you know, do whatever you're going to do on social media. I'm trying to think of anything else stood out from the policy and procedure side stuff that we generally talk about. Um uh, computer use phone conversations. Those are most of the main things from policy policy. policy. Oh, oh wait no, a minute, wait a minute. Uh that you, uh, have, that you to have to have CPR certification CPR, which, which I knew knew uh, already. Uh, already. Uh, They Uh, they they tell you that when you do your yoga yoga, uh, teacher teacher training. training. Uh, If you're going to teach teach uh, most studios, studios, uh, most uh, environments, if you're going to teach, you have to be CPR certified, which they offer at the fire department. If you can get there you can get without your enemy passed on, you, you are being called a nickel, called a nickel. Uh, <laughs> And they actually, they actually just had, a had a CPR a certification. certification. I just found out about all this <laughs> this week. They have, they have, a have CPR a certification, certification at the fire department, department that is, is right, right near right right my residence. But they had it, right on the day that I found out about this so I wasn't able to sign up to go take it there. They offer it for free. I no, that's which I was stunned about. But anyway. And she told, and she told me, me, I read the policy, policy and procedures, procedure, and I said, oh yeah, we yeah, yeah. can get that CPR certification. certification. And that and reminded me to I ask. ask. That's another reason that's that I would, reason I would recommend policy and procedure, procedure even if here, it's information that, information that you already know. It may prompt you to think about, about other things or things prompt questions, questions that you need to answer. Which should have. There should be no way that you read a policy and procedure so manual. I would give it three pages. pages. There, should no there should be no way that way you read it have, have no question that you don't need anything clarified. If they got everything spelled out that that clear, that exact, no ambiguity, great. But generally, you should have at least one question about something that's there just Make sure that you and understand, understand, everything, understand everything and know what you're signing what you're up for, for. but that was, that was one that prompted a question about the cpr, about the CPR training and i went to ask and she had she lots had of lot information like oh they have programs, they have programs where this is this free. free and, and then you she even added even on, on like oh call. yeah if you have to get the one uh where you have to pay and it can be costly uh or at least here it can be costly i don't know what it costs in other places but the cpr certification uh this part of washington state state
3: can, can cost, cost
5: about hundred twenty five a hundred dollars. I think the cheapest, cheapest that I've seen I've for the, seen the class, the class where you, you actually go and you get the dummy and, and you know, do the whole the press, on the, press on the chest thing. thing. Uh, the, cheapest, uh,
3: the cheapest I think, I I think, think I've seen is eighty dollars, I, I think. Uh so it can uh, so I mean, can, mean I mean in the world, in the world of yoga, yoga, that is, that no, is given no, how no, much the much
5: certifications and things cost. But it can be you know, you know, a little bit pricey. She's the thing. I think it's, it's, uh, um, you know, you can find a class to pay for it, uh, let them know, uh, and and if everything everything goes well, well, we can cover the cost cost of your CPR CPR training as well. well. I said, white white people have have resources, resources. they can get things done, done. and And that whole part of just reading the policy and procedures. but that, if I can get the CPR, that would be another reason why, was great to do the internship, get some that'll be helpful i think that cpr, think that CPR certification, certification uh is uh, good, is good is valid, for valid for at least i think two to three, three years, years so, so that would be that grand, grand. Uh, even so if i moved, I moved along, along and along data, i think it's I valid, valid across, across the what they call, call, the call the country, country. So, so if i, if I, I wanted to, to the relocate to montana, montana. Relocate or whatever the, world? the world. We'll have we'll CPR verification would still be good so for uh, three, uh, three so. years. So always, always great, great to pick up, up uh, certifications, certifications and things and that and will enhance your career as your you're moving along. along. Uh, try, try to be mindful in seeking, seeking out, out those, those, those opportunities. opportunities and you might have to do some digging and asking to seek out those type of opportunities that will help you refine your career, your craft. But do that in the system of white supremacy frequently does a lot to ask us uh, from doing those sort of things, but look uh, for those types of opportunities. Uh, this will be, I think, a great opportunity for uh, ongoing workplace racism. I can see how my code applies in the workplace. Uh, I can say just from the class that I taught on Sunday, I've been talking frequently since I became a yoga instructor about uh, the touching and not doing touching as an instructor. I uh, taught a class this past Sunday, and there was a white woman on the corner. And, and i did I put down cards, cards this video they, they have cards i can flip them over they over, have yes on one side time, and no one on the other, other side and so, and so the students the can students just can you just know choose if they want to be touched or not touched so behind. i did, so put, I did, the did put the cards down, down. uh but i had told the owner of the instructor white woman i had, had told her already that i was not doing any hands-on adjustments because i don't know anybody we have reports so i not doing the touching she said oh yeah that's the it's no problem uh, so I, I did put the did cars, put the cars down, down but I didn't do touching. Right. Now we got to now the end class, class and, they did, and they did you know feedback back, what you like about better about the class, class room. And, uh, and the white one says, Oh yeah, he yeah, didn't get any any hands on adjustments. On adjustments. I saw the card the car there, there, there. It was on the no side, side
3: and, and I, I flipped I it over to yes. It's like I told him to take a hand to adjustment and it's just something about the way it was said, like like
5: It's like, no, no. Bill Cosby, Cosby. I am good. (laughs) I've doing (laughs) doing hands-on adjustments for a while. while. Like, uh, I'm going to keep my paws to myself. It's not going to be uh, a micro yoga instructor instructor in Pacific Pacific Northwest. (laughs) Indicted (laughs) by (laughs) charge. (laughs) of Groping in class like, no, thank you. I'm keeping my hands to myself. I don't use my words uh, to you, uh, and leave it at that. This has come up so many times I've talked about this so many times, uh, as an instructor and all the appalling feeling that goes on. No, thanks. Uh, but I will update as all of that goes on. Uh, Oh, the reference is what was like. I was missing one other component, uh, making sure that you have, uh, references and all of that covered. I'm not sure if we discussed that previously,
3: it was, it was mm, not, you know, major stress, like on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being
5: uh, no stress at all, 10 being, you know, stressed uh, to the point of insanity, you know, like a 2, so it was pretty low on the scale scales, but like, oh wow, most of my references would be about... Hosting, hosting a radio, radio program, program talking about, about racism, racism, or writing, writing about, about racism rights, and white supremacy to actually have references about something that is not really related to racism. It's like, wow. wow, it did take they me a, take a few moments. moments they did and did even he say, I hope the people, the people that, that can, can, can be a reference, reference in a yoga, in a yoga context, context don't slip up and, and say and things about racism as they speaking about Gusty. That was, I got on a scale of one to ten, a it of two Uh, But I didn't spend too much time uh, straining over it. You know, I have said consistently there are no secrets in the system of racism and white supremacy. All of us should function in that manner. Uh, If white people really want to know about you, they can, you know, find out lots about you in the system of racism and white supremacy. So, no secrets. I've taken lots of yoga classes. Very well known, infamous uh, in, in Seattle yoga area yoga, yoga, t-shirt yoga t-shirt included so i will let you I will all, let all know, you know. Uh, I'm, at the, <laughs> I'm at the background, background check, check and reference, and reference uh, stage I, I even have, have a white female reference, reference. Uh, in uh, fact my prenatal, prenatal yoga prenatal instructor, yoga instructor. Uh, was gleeful uh, about the prospect of being a reference, reference. Uh, for I'm me so i will let you will all know how it goes maybe that it comes back and we get our background check and we've heard about you and your t-shirt get the hell out of here. That could happen. I will come back and
2: report uh, if, you know,
5: things proceed. I will let you know how I'm able to uh, adapt and refine my counter racist code in this work environment and especially around, you know, all of the hazards that it uh, could present. But, uh, wow, wow. Workplace Racism. Context, context of white of supremacy, supremacy. Policy and procedure is super procedure important. Make sure you, you read it cover to cover and in, in addition, addition to blocking that in my hands, and hands immediately, immediately before I fill out the application, she said you can read it right read now. It now. They also they want, they need want you to, need to sign, sign it. it. And,
2: and they, they had, had, a, had a specific, specific sexual harassment section as well that you have to read and
5: sign. Already did that. She said you have it right here. You can read. I will send you an electronic copy as well so you can peruse at your leisure. Exactly it's what we talk about really on the cows. You should, cows. You should, you should ask, ask see if they have an so they electronic have copy of the policy and procedure, procedure. at your place it's of employment. That way you can have it at the, the ready, ready whenever you might, might
3: need it. Might need number again, 605-313-5164. The code 564
5: 943 Press star six, six one, one if if you would you like, would like to participate. And now we that I'm thinking of like references, references, I am reminded
3: of the, the we just we read just Gavin De Becker, the, the, the Gift of Fear. The fear. He, was he was talking about references because he
5: talks because a lot about, about workplace workplace, uh, workplace and environment, environment and avoiding how there and blah blah blah. But, but he, he talks about sifting out and these people that you don't want. And he was talking about references. Uh, and he said one of the, questions, one of the questions that he questions asked, asked was to list like people that you're close, close, to. close so to some of your really good friends, friends. and he said if you listen didn't list as them as a, as a reference. reference why not? Now I thought that was but curious because I would never think I had, had not thought, thought of just listing, just listing friends, friends people, people that you're close to that are maybe outside of the context. Maybe me and this person did wrong, we've known each other a long time, but we have not necessarily worked together. This person hasn't hired me, we haven't been. Co-workers uh, at a place specifically. specifically, I hadn't thought of that. And said, "Hey, I'd stand, stand out to you." He said, "This person is a good friend, and, and, and you don't to him don't as a reference. I speak to your, speak your character, character and why you'd be a good hire." hire. Hmm. I would
3: think, for be that, that, that you all use, use friends, friends as references. If you work together, together or if, even or if you, you haven't worked
5: together, together. do you cite, cite friends as references? As references. Uh, just asking. And, asking. I and I would say I try to set up so that you, that you, that you, you can, can uh, uh, cite I people that you do have quality relationships as references. That means you all do volunteer work or doing other projects together, so that it can be yes, yes. We have we worked have together, work together. And, this and this person can speak can to having worked with me, with me in a professional, professional capacity. So that I know, I bam, know, I got this person, reliable reference, and you can go about to be, the go about the business of setting up and other references, references on the job and that sort of, of thing. Of things. Things. But absolutely that is best, that can be that can super, super uh, helpful, especially, especially if you have be out of the work environment for some time, so you might have an employment gap. Being able to have friends that you can use as a reference. Can be super helpful. If uh, people have any tips on ways of making sure that you have references at the ready, and I they I ended up having five or six of them, like it was more than I recalled having at uh, some time. But if folks have tips, making sure that you have those references, reliable items at the ready, uh, you can share about that as well With the number again 605313. 51164. Five Decode six four 564943. Nine four Pound. Press star 611 if you would like to participate. participate. Not, not for spectators. Nab the, the first few of folks who of dabbed in, one in one not up, of dialed in. I, down in. Down I guess we're calling also if you have any experience with. Children, children being on the job, job. The bosses, the bosses' children, other white, white co-workers, children, children being on the job, having to, navigate, to navigate that. If folks have a code around that, that type situation. of situation, please, please, please share. share. I'm trying to go trying through my working experience. experience. I don't think I have dealt, dealt with that uh, directly in the, in the workplace. Yeah, I don't think. Can I be heard? Greetings, retired firefighter. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
10: Yes, greetings, Gus. Ever since you started talking, uh. Uh, the program, your voice and everything is is severely garbled, and also there's a there's a real bad echo. I mean, ever since you started, ever since you started talking on the program, uh, it's been that way. Just wanted to let you know that. I mean, I've been I've been waiting for about it seems like about thirty minutes, you know, because I'm listening. I mean, I, you know, I was following the program all the way through. And then, as soon as you started talking, it, it, it started getting very garbled and uh, a huge echo. Very, very unaudible. I can hear you every now and then on what you're saying, but it, it's, it's severely compromised.
5: Uh, let's see. It's, uh, it's still not okay. even it Okay. Uh, now now you, you're loud and clear. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wish I'd checked it uh, before. That's uh, unpleasant, had so many workplace annex this year i'll have to double check the uh recording to see i'm not sure if something happened uh right when we went ready to go live because i was listening to
10: the, i mean li- literally literally since you started talking that's when it
5: came on it's almost like it was timed. maybe it was not sure uh man i don't uh don't really want to recap uh everything especially if it's if the recording uh is all right then Folks that listen to the archive will be able to understand the first portion of what was said. For the folks that uh, dialed in uh, and are listening, man, that's uh, uncool uh, that you all weren't able I to I heard hear you it. say something about CPR. Uh, yeah, You, you, you was, you was the, talking uh, about uh, it. The first portion, I uh, started off with the, uh, the audio clips, if folks were able to hear those. We started off with the audio clips where I was discussing... The Supreme Court uh, cases, they're looking at LGBTQ uh, rights and just contrasting the depth of the coverage that they offer there with these individuals that I suspect are white. Uh, saying that they're having all these troubles uh, with their job and or losing a job in the workplace. I think I was talking about the the one white person who said that they spent eight months writing a letter. They're transgender. Uh, they were male. Now they're going to be female. And they spent eight months writing a letter to explain this to their employees. That is a bit much information for me. Uh, we had... Uh, All of that, and that's being addressed at the Supreme Court, where they're contrasting the so-called LGBTQ issues with racism, uh, because they're using the 1967 uh, civil rights case. Uh, That and then the instances of firefighter racism. Uh, I was saying, I don't recall NPR having reports where they talk about black people suffering in that manner. Uh, The firefighter in Orlando They had a white man. He was accused of calling his black firefighter co-worker a nigger, uh, and he was able to get his job back. He was demoted and he got his rank back and everything, uh, saying he was fat shamed that the black guy was talking about his weight uh, at first and he was eating dessert first. And the white guy said, well, I let the niggers eat first Uh, and saying, that you know, just having a code for that sort of thing uh, and this white people being able to turn around and be the victim uh, and. Say that we were all just, you know, being little. He was joshing with me, joking with me, got me upset. I'm sensitive about my weight. And then he was able to get his job back and everything. Uh, The second report on the Lafayette Mercedes-Benz just said briefly with that one, there was a black guy. He had a a lawsuit filed, said that he faced retaliation and workplace uh, racism. They were calling him nigger. Uh, He said that he had uh, the boss's child. They didn't mention the age, but the boss's child would come and make racist jokes about him being black. Uh, And then his white boss would brag about selling black people cars at an inflated price. Uh, And I thought both of those were important. I asked if people had a code uh, for white people bringing their children to the job. Uh, People had uh, developed any sort of code around that, uh, as well as uh, the importance of this white man not only practicing racism against the black employees there, But then bragging about selling black people Mercedes and these so-called luxury vehicles uh, at prices higher than what he would sell to white people. Uh, Another reason for us to be frugal and not waste a whole lot of time and energy trying to acquire uh, white people's things, white people's shiny, expensive things. Uh, And then from that, I was just talking uh, about or I did read the report uh, from The Washington Post. Uh, where they were talking about uh, the Rooney Rule uh, in New York uh, and trying to get, I think it was more than 50 companies to uh, adopt some form of the Rooney Rule. I know retired firefighter knows what that is uh, in terms of we're going to interview some black employees or not. Oh, no, that, that's not what they said. They said that we're going to interview women and minorities. So it might not necessarily be black people. It could be lots of white women and LGBTQ people and transgender and all the rest of it. So, um, but that was, uh, New York. And they said, this was, you know, two, about $200 billion worth of contracts. And, you know, we don't want it to just be old white men, uh, on the boards in high paying positions. I did read that report. Uh, and then I was just talking about my, uh, yoga internship, uh, where, Uh, it was supposed to be a three month internship, not for money. And one month in, they asked me to apply for a job to get paid. Uh, and before I even got the application, I was presented with, uh, a very nicely collated policy and procedure manual. Uh, so I stopped immediately and read the policy and procedure. I just talked about some of the details they included in the, uh, manual Uh, about uh, how they have access to the phone to listen they have access to the computer uh, to listen just again solidifying workplace is not a private environment uh, and the importance of reading the policy and procedure uh, so that you are informed about where you're going to be the environment that you're going to be in uh, in the workplace Um, yeah that's the very abbreviated version uh, of the recording again, hopefully the of what I just said, hopefully the recording will be a little bit better. Uh, and then I uh, questions I ask specifically uh, if people because I talked about references uh, and I was joking a little bit saying that it was uh, challenging for me to come up because I needed about five or six. And it was a little bit challenging uh, on a scale of one to ten, ten being super difficult, one being easy. It was about a two, uh, maybe three. Um, Saying, "Whoa! I hope I can come up with five to six references who, in a yoga context, can say constructive things that do not relate to white supremacy, racism." Um, that was a slight challenge, but, uh, and I was saying if uh, people. Uh, are able to or do people do people use their so-called friends as references? And I was remembering Gavin De Becker's book where he did say that that's a question he asks if someone says that this is my really good friend or this is my really good friend and they don't list this person as a reference. Why not? He says that's a question he asks of potential employees. Uh, and so I was asking, do people, you know, have any tips on making sure you have references, reliable, constructive references ready to go? Uh, if you, you know, are going to apply for a job or something, uh, how to develop those. Do you use your friends? If not. And I was suggesting uh, even finding ways where you and your friends can work together, even if it's a side project, a limited project, find ways where you all can do that. That way, your friends, you all have worked uh, in a business context and they would be a great work reference. That's kind of a brief summation of, of what I touched on while the audio was not working. Thank you.
10: hmm Yeah, uh, that, that Rooney rule was uh, very unclear on purpose uh, to do what it has been doing uh as you mentioned there's a very broad uh scope of who actually would get interviews because that's the only thing they get they guarantee is a certain amount of interviews let alone talking about on who gets hired for instance the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have two female coaches we're talking about the top level of a of a uh, employment level and there's two white women who are assistant coaches for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, black males for a long time have dominated the sport as players. People, and and, and most times, which is traditional, is that most of the coaches overwhelmingly, people who coach football, I would dare say all sports they played the sport, and we know that these white females did not play football with males. yeah, it's very few that do, and I'm pretty sure i i would be I would be bold enough to guess that neither one of them played football with males, and uh you know so it's 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 broad like that, so they can still pick and choose on who and what they want. There is no, a lot of jobs have, have uh, requirements. Uh, in other words, something like, you know, you have to have a high school uh, education, a college education, blah, 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 whatever certifications. There's no such thing like that with coaching at all. You can, you can hire somebody off of the little league <laughs> 95 pound playing field. To coach in the NFL as a head coach, if, theoretically, if you wanted to, uh, it's that broad, you know, as opposed to some jobs, if they don't have the credentials behind them, sitting up behind them up on the wall, such as an attorney, then you're not going to hire that person as an attorney or a doctor or a teacher, you know, that sort of thing. But as a, a coach, you know, on, on just about any sport, really. There's no really no qualifications for it, no standards that you have to go through at all.
7: Yep,
3: that
5: uh, discretion, uh, where you would have a lot more latitude. It's not like, uh, you got to have you know eight years and a PhD, uh, to coach football or basketball, any of the professional sports, really, unless I've been misinformed. I think that was why when they had. Uh, What they're calling the Rich Paul rule with the NCAA, even though that's not the name of it, Uh, but saying that agents uh, for athletes, uh, this is uh, NCAA saying that if you're going to be an agent to represent these college athletes that are trying to go play professionally, uh, you have to have a degree. And you have to have passed a test. They just came out with this rule. But they didn't even have that before. Like, to be an agent, you didn't even have to have, you know, those qualifications. And I, that's not a whole lot. Like, I don't know what's on the exam. Uh, I might be overstating. Uh, I haven't I haven't taken it. <laughs> and I don't know what's on it. So it might be really, really difficult to pass that exam. That does happen sometimes where they try to make things more exclusive. Uh, it might be something where it's really expensive. It might be both. Uh, but a four-year degree, that doesn't seem like, you know... And again, you had the whole cheating scandal. So, I mean, for white people, that's certainly nothing, nothing too difficult. But white people do uh, do do that under the system of racism, white supremacy, where sometimes they'll put credentials and certifications to make it difficult uh, for black people, non-white people to get employment. And then in some fields, they don't even have all those obstacles and they still don't give the jobs uh, to black people. I think that's a great point you mentioned as well about there are white women. Uh, in not just the NFL and the NBA as well, uh, who have coaching jo- and not just uh, some of the coaching jobs and training jobs and other jobs within the franchise, but uh, job telecasting and hosting all the programs and doing the sideline work is tons of white women who have those jobs who do not have any expertise, certainly didn't play those sports where you have tons of athletes who are down and out retired no money they could easily get that job get them out there hey you play this get out there and you know do these little rinky dink jobs that can be your little pension uh plan they could easily do that no they would be overqualified i'm I'm looking at it yes sir i'm looking at a game right now
10: with the sound turned down of course university of miami is playing and their head football coach just 10 years ago was a, high school, was a high school kid that wasn't even a very good football player. He's the head football coach of the University of Miami. Now, mind you, just about all of these, all of these uh, student athletes that he's coaching, that he has a platform to be able to uh, share with them more than just football. They were coached by a lot of black males, including myself, who wouldn't turn down the job if asked to uh uh to apply and 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 you know that's what they would, would want the job at all and and they they give it to a, a guy who barely was good enough to make, make uh his high school football team and then all of a sudden went from that to a strategic, a strategic job at the University of Texas, which is far more vast than University of Miami. And now he's the head football coach of University of Miami. And uh, I would just like to question anybody to go figure that out. Other than it was something, uh, some sort of disadvantage uh, on the behalf of many black males who, would, who are qualified and who have, would have desired if asked, or in, or at least it was open for them to apply for that job, head coach as well as the assistants.
5: Context of white supremacy, certainly with all of the black uh, males specifically who have played football in the state of Florida and University of Miami's uh, his uh, storied football program. I am sure they could go nab. You know, a few Miami Hurricane alumni and hey, you want to come coach? Let's help, you know, resurrect the program, put it back where it was in the glory days. Woo, they could do that. That's not what this is about. And that is pretty consistent uh, in the system of racism, uh, white supremacy. Um, while so bummed about the audio because I did. Have yeah, well, one day where I had my own workplace racism uh, talking about some of my situations to have the audio situation. But making do uh, one of the folks uh, who listens in, he emailed a comment. talked so much about uh, these so-called workplace pranks uh, when white people are pray- uh playing uh, some sort of uh, game or joke uh on somebody put that in quotes uh on somebody in the workplace on uh, me saying consistently you do not want to be involved in any of this uh try to get a reputation for just being serious i'm about my work uh a listener he emailed in a report uh, and it has the sixiest, funniest coworker office pranks of all time uh it has all these pictures uh of <laughs> just ridiculous things uh that Whites presumably have done in the workplace. Uh, it's got one where they have, uh, it looks like, taped uh, a fog horn uh, underneath the chair. So when you sit in it, it'll, you know, blast. Uh, and just, you know, some of the stuff looks like it would have taken more than five to 10 minutes uh, to set this thing up. Like how much work time uh, was, how much work time and energy was lost in carrying out these pranks and things uh, where we could have been, you know, sending some emails off uh, getting prepared for a meeting, calling a client, like lots of things that we could have been doing in the time that we were wasting uh, with this sort of nonsense. I would try and point that out as well. uh, When you're about being serious and being about work uh, while you're there, are we wasting time? Is this hurting our productivity? Is this hurting the bottom line? Don't be about pranks in the workplace. Uh, let's see. Could I briefly speak on that, Gus? Oh, that for sure. Retired firefighter.
10: Yes, sir. Uh, one thing. One thing that the fire department uh, provides is is an environment, and it still is a work environment, but it's very social. A work environment where you can you can just sit around in between calls and observe and one of the main things I observed is that what traps a lot of non white black people is it seems as though before they got on that job they had some issues and problems with being accepted. You you you're okay you're okay Donnell. You're okay Keisha You you you, you are you are you are adequate just put your time and energy towards something. They, it, a lot of us don't get that. So what takes place on a job like the fire department, we go looking for it on that job. Unfortunately, I've witnessed that too many times to even speak about. I was talking with talking with Thomas this afternoon about the very subject, and in turn, the racist white supremacists—they know this because they were they're the they are the creators of that particular. Uh, psychological behavior that we bes- that we bestow and they take advantage of it and use it and through those pranks or those quote unquote jokes that sort of thing they, they are instituting in a sophisticated manner racist behavior racist activity with the idea in mind of knowing that that non-white person is probably going to accept it it's probably going to accept it And they, and like Mr. Fuller says, they get, they get, they get, it's fun. It's just fun to them. And the status that the status that they elevate themselves to is attractive also. And, uh, I, I've observed that too much every now and then they come in contact with somebody like the attitude that I had, you know, as far as they're concerned. And I, and I never, I never fed into it, but for the most part, from my observations, they, they've been, you know, it, it, there's enough, quote unquote, damaged clientele for them to spread out for them to take advantage of. Those are some of my very thoughts on that subject. Thank you.
5: Much obliged, retired firefighter. Context of white supremacy. Number again, 605 313 Six four, decode five six four nine four three pound. Press star six one, if you would like to participate. Hopefully, we won't have any more audio difficulties for the remainder of the broadcast. Much obliged for folks' perseverance. Uh, uh, I guess I had a couple questions. Make sure I repeat them. Hopefully being heard uh without difficulty this time uh the one was uh if folks have uh any experience suggestion if you codified uh if you work in a job and your employer or coworkers are bringing their children to the workplace, have you codified you know how you function if they're gonna be in the environment, what to say, do you talk to them at all, just how you function to make sure that that doesn't produce. Uh, any difficulties uh, and then references, uh, making sure that you have them uh, at the ready. Uh, and if you use uh, so-called friends uh, as a reference, uh, remembering Gavin De Becker did talk about that specifically. Uh, star six one. Uh, if you have thoughts, suggestions or if you have uh, problems, uh, observations from your workplace, you would like to share. Uh, let's see. I'll read. A workplace racism report. I see if folks have any thoughts they want to share. This is from Kizzy's cousin. Last week, I reported that a racist suspect female was displaying a racist tick, unconsciously divulging that she was practicing deception and terrorism against me. You talked about the insidiousness of someone asking you if you are okay whilst knowing they are plotting against you. This made me reanalyze my interpretation of what was happening, and I conclude you are correct. While her questioning betw- uh, betrayed her racist antics, she was taking pleasure in asking me if I was okay several times over, at the same time undermining me. I've experienced this from other race soldier females, but they might vary; they might vary it to suit the situation. Examples: <clears throat> Number one, I was working on a project and was under attack from several racist. Suspects, male and female. There had been some unjust networking, so another racist suspect female at a partner company, who I did not know at the time was about to be fired from her job, came to me and said, I hear you are leaving. I was not, and she knew this. It was an attempt to unsettle me. She was also making other attempts to undermine me, but didn't get very far, and she was let go anyway. Number two, a very similar situation happened again more recently. A racist suspect female who has worked for the same organization for years, but has probably spoken to me twice, stopped me in the corridor. I suspect there was some unjust networking taking place. So she was aware I was under attack. Again, she said she had heard I was leaving. I said no. She then walked away without saying another word. Not even to explain why she had approached me and hasn't spoken to me since. Number three, I was on secondment to another team. We were at a team away, a team away day. I don't even get those team away days. Like, man. Uh, And a racist female in the new team approached me during the break and said, do you think your old team will keep your job for you? Again, trying to unsettle me and make me leave the secondment early. I understood their tactics, but it could have been very easy and understandable for me as a non-white victim to panic and become stressed by these acts of terrorism. Summary of racist antics for the week. Number one, the saboteur continues to try and block me from attending meetings and undermining my ability to carry out the job I'm employed to do. She attempted to act as a go-between me and a partner company, even though I am the lead. She has unjustly networked and they exclude me from communications about scheduled meetings. When I questioned it, she said she would contact them to let them know I will also be at the meeting. I emailed them myself and copied her in. Great use of email. Number two, I was chairing another meeting this week. The saboteur and a very confused non-white female were sat next to me. We had someone from another team present on a project after which they left the room. The saboteur and non-white female decided to start a separate conversation disrupting the meeting. I had to ask them to stop three times. The role of chair is rotated so there is a different person who leads the meeting each week. This is the first time that there has been any disruption of the meeting. <laughs> That's not am apologize for laughing uh kizzy's cousin but like the i won't even call it subtle but like the flagrant disregard because there are like so many uh examples of black people and it's not even that they're in charge like they just have these little tacky meetings she said it rotates it's not like you get you know a, i don't think you get a bonus in salary she didn't say that uh a bonus in salary because you chaired the meeting that week you don't get an extra donut because you chaired uh the meeting that we I don't think please write that in, Kizzy's cousin, if you got an extra donut for chairing the meeting. I don't think that's the case. Uh but just something that tacky and small. Like, uh, I go and put the nigger in charge. We're we gonna talk. I'm not even gonna listen. What where are we going for lunch today? And just sit over and chat the whole time like, you know, oh, can we get through what ta what is he tacky, terroristic, does not get any better than tacky. I was going to say trifling, but I don't think uh, that's Mr. Fuller's uh, three T's. Tacky, terroristic. I've been saying trifling so much that that has become the three T's for me. Tacky, trifling, terroristic. Trashy, that's his. Trashy. I say trifling more frequently than I say trashy, but all the same. That is not funny, but undermining black people when they appear because we've had other black people when they said they were in charge of a meeting. Same type of scenario. And uh, the person who's in charge, quote unquote, of the meeting, they're supposed to sit, you know, in front of the room or at the front of the table, whatever it is. So that people are looking at you. You're in charge. Lead us through the meeting so we can get this and get back to our desk and do you know nonsense. Uh, and and they they know oh the nigger is in charge today I'm gonna go sit up in in her chair yeah not gonna let the nigger have the head head chair that just that's sort of ta- that's all you can say I mean it's so tacky it's so tacky and racist like you don't do this any other time and it just bothers you that much to pretend that this nigger is in charge it bothers you it gets under your skin as they say I get all my metaphors out today <sighs> interrupted getting back. Uh, chairing the meeting. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, yes, they disrupted. Finally, one more from my recruitment archives. I was on a recruitment training today organized by my employer. So much racism was practiced in the session that I will need to spread this report out over a few weeks. That's painful. Staff wanting to improve their recruitment skills, sign up to practice interviews. Recruiting managers are trained to follow the company hiring procedures. The quid pro quo is that feedback is provided to the staff wanting to practice their skills. One of the candidates was a non-white black male. I believe he was on an interim contract as I haven't seen him for a while, but I could be wrong. Candidates are provided with verbal feedback at the end of the practice interview. But he had also asked the trainer if he could have written feedback, which was relayed to the panel. The panel was made up of four people, two males and two females. I was the only non-white member. People indicated that they were happy to provide written feedback. The trainer, racist suspect Mayo, said that we should not do it as the candidate is very talkative and we'll never get rid of him. (laughs) He also told us not to give the candidate his scores for each question. Wow. Is that standard protocol? There was no reason for this other than to practice racism. Wow. Wow. The candidate's uh, candidate's responses were so good, he was scoring four and five. The highest score is five. He was nervous, which would possibly have made him lose marks if it was a real situation. However, he has no need to worry about his answers as he clearly has the knowledge and experience. So the feedback on his scores would have been so beneficial. The trainer successfully convinced the panel not to give him... (sighs) What a disgrace. What a disgrace. I saw him later on... (laughs) I saw him later on and gave him the information. He was very grateful. Bravo. Black self-respect for Kizzy's cousin. We have so many listeners who really make an effort to do that uh, in the workplace to try to help out uh, other black people, other victims of racism uh, where they can, where it's not going to cause other problems. And that, uh, to me, this goes exactly. My audio was not working. Again, I hope the archives, uh, it will uh, have recorded when I was talking about my yoga situation, because that was one component that I mentioned, uh, that confidence, I think, so frequently, because she just just him being nervous. I don't think it's that major of a request. Is it possible that I could get written feedback so that I if the whole purpose of this is, hey, I'm still learning, I'm trying to get better, it's asking too much for you to write a couple sentences down? Oh, I can improve? I thought that, that's what all this was about. No, 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 no. This nigga is targeted. He'll never shut up. We're not doing that. And we're not going to give him his scores. And and I is that is that standard uh operating procedure? I would want to know that. Like the other candidates, did they get the the scores uh, for that? I mean, that's like going above and beyond to deny constructive information, which was what this was all about. Give me the feedback so I can get better uh going out and doing my <laughs> What a disgrace. But that's what I said at the beginning. Non-white people black people in particular, in my view, they totally erode black self-respect. You are not allowed to be confident and competent. Now, just from what I'm reading, she says that this this fellow, black male, hey, he has the expertise. You can see it. He knows his stuff. He has given all the answers. He should not be nervous at all. Go in there, put your suit on, put your feet up, and just Boom, you got it. You are brilliant. Just go in there and do your thing. Don't even worry about it. You'll be great. No, you don't get to be that in the system of racism, white supremacy. It's what, that's exactly what Calvin Lawrence said. Hey, I, he's in Canada. Hey, you go in here. You're great. You do hard work. You'll be... Ugh, ugh, ugh. Disgust. <laughs> A competent black male? That's what he said a hard-working, competent black male. Ugh, God, we don't want you around here. Get out of here. And that's what they said. Oh, we don't want him. He'll be here forever. Let's get him out of here. Get him out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can't have you. Just get out of here. Get out. Hurry up. As opposed to if he had been a white candidate, who had been, and imagine that. If that had been a white woman or a white man, had come in, hey, could I, is it possible that I could get written feedback? Went up, gave his, you know, went through the whole ritual, gave his responses, nervous, but gave all these great. Don't you think they would? Oh, my goodness, you were so good. Just be confident. Speak up. That's the sort of feedback that they unless I'm in total error. I think that's the type of feedback that they would have gotten. Not we're going to conceal information and hope that we can hurry up and get this person the hell out of the office. I don't think that's the way that they would have responded at all. I could be wrong. Uh, number again, 605-313-5164, the code 564-943-POUND. Press star 61 if you would like to participate. Uh, again, if you have any experience with uh, employee, uh, your coworkers bringing their children to work and how you deal with that, that definitely would be uh, a good one to share. Much obliged. Uh, let's see, Traptomania should be with us. If you have suggestions or your own situation, proceed. Um, uh, hi, uh,
0: guys. can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Oh, hi, guys, um, and guests and guests uh, and listeners. Um, I just wanted to respond, uh, well, first, well, I wanted to say congratulations on your um, on your future job. Um, I'm pretty sure you're going to get the position. Um, and, you know, I think it's going to be great uh, for you to be doing something that you enjoy doing. Um, a lot of people do not have an opportunity to do uh, work that they enjoy doing. So, um, you know, uh, based on what you've been discussing throughout the uh, program, I uh, know that you really enjoy doing the yoga um, practice, so um, I think that's um, a very uh, good opportunity for you. And um, I hope you do, um, you know, get the position. And I wish you the best in that um, uh, in that uh, capacity. Uh, and I um, wanted to just respond to your uh, question in regards to um, uh, using references. Um, I recently had to use um, some references. For um, uh, uh, a job that I'm um, trying to apply for, the position that I'm working at now, I'm trying to get it um, permanently. And um, I've always used um, uh, a friend. I uh, Yes, I used this friend. Um, and actually, he was contacted and he gave me feedback on what was said. So um, it was just, um, you know, um, actually, this just happened on Friday, um, last Friday, that as contact contacted. So, yes, I do. Um, I use this particular friend. Also, um, um, you know, it's not work-related, but it's a friend I've known him for a long time. So um, um, there's nothing wrong with using uh, a friend as a reference. Um, as long as you can uh, maybe use one friend and maybe a couple of uh, work references maybe as supervisors or we have you. but um, yeah. Friends, there's nothing wrong with using friends. They, you know, they should work out, um, when we're trying to do something for positions and things like that. So, um, yeah, that's basically what I wanted to just share my, um, my experience in regards to that, because I just um, went through that experience, uh, recently, and, um, I will, uh, uh give feedback in regards to, uh, the update in regards to what's happened in regards to, uh, the outcome of uh, the position also, as you, um, as um, I'm quite sure you will be giving us feedback also as, uh, as far as what's going to happen in regards to the position that you apply for. And um, that's really all I have to share at this time, and uh, thank you for allowing me to share.
5: Much obliged, Draftomania, uh, best of luck. I uh, hope you get a massive raise uh with the permanent position, no probationary period or any craziness like that. Uh massive raise and lots of training opportunities so you can just keep moving right on up the ladder as they say. Um yes, give us the the update uh about your situation and uh, I definitely will let folks know uh as you know what happens uh with the whole procedure and Opportunities to adapt and do some learning, my own workplace racism code, so I'll be able to share quite a bit, hopefully, uh on a regular basis. Uh let's see. Other folks who dialed oh and with the friends. That's uh I would encourage again, I would encourage people See if you can find ways. If it's really, you know, you have a black person, non-white person, and you all have a quality uh, relationship, you all don't do a lot of griping and arguing, you all tend to do constructive things, you talk about constructive things. See if there's an opportunity where you all can work together. Uh, It can be in a limited capacity. Uh, It doesn't have to be, you know, full time. doesn't mean that you all are going into business (laughs) and, and that sort of thing. It can be on a small scale. Uh, but just that alone where you all do have work experience where that could be listed. Oh, we did, you know, this project, uh, it was for a year or it was for six months. Uh, and you know, we did this, 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 and this, and you know, whoopee grand. Um, That, I mean, great. And like I said, that is, we are working in a professional capacity. That could even be added on that I've known this person for, you know, such and such amount of years, but we've actually worked together and I can vouch for their professionalism and they meet deadlines. They're serious. They do what they say they're going to do and blah, 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 and all the rest. But I mean, hey, if you can find ways where you all can work together uh, in a business capacity, spectacular. I was able to do that because one of my pals actually is a certified yoga instructor. So we were able to do some working together around yoga uh, this summer. So I mean, find different ways uh, where you all can structure those type of programs. Might even challenge you to uh, think of concepts, ways where you could make that happen. Uh, That's something I maybe wouldn't have been, I know I wouldn't have been thinking about before. Like if he had come two years ago and said, hey, uh, let's do a yoga program. I would have been like, what? Trying to, you know, get these potato chips and watch television. Uh, other folks who dialed in, if you have uh, comments, questions, uh, if you have any experience with white people bringing their children to the workplace, how to deal with that, that would be grand as well. Uh, if you dialed in with thoughts to share, proceed. While folks are taking time, I cannot emphasize policy and procedure so many times uh, on the program uh, when things come up. uh, Policy and procedure could probably be mentioned every single time uh, with an incident, uh, making sure that they don't have a a policy already stated about how they are supposed to handle uh, certain situations in the workplace. Critical to make sure that they're doing what they are supposed to do. Uh, And like I said, you can find lots of information. This was not uh, a pattern. This was not a part of my workplace uh, operating procedure uh, at the beginning of my work career. Didn't matter what type of job it was. I don't ever remember. Uh, getting a job and sitting down in detail and like with great interest, like, wow, this is really going to be of some benefit to me. Like I should really read this with some zeal. Like I do not remember that at all. And I guarantee you, if you sit out and read it, you will find all kinds uh, of great information that is a benefit to you it would be great. And like I said, if you can just, if it's a big one, uh, obviously where I suspect If you are working at a yoga studio, as opposed to if you are working, you know, for the New York City post office main branch, I suspect their their policy and procedure manual might be a little bit bigger. You can take, you know, two weeks. I say you should read it before you sign the job. So, you know, that might impact things, but you should read it from cover to cover if it's big and it's something that's going to take multiple days. Hey. I will take this home, fill out the application, send it back, and I am reading this. If it takes me a week, whatever, I sit down and I read a little bit every day, read it in its entirety. Uh, A lot of times, white people will have just wild uh, information. Uh, Sometimes it'll just be resources, things that employees have access to that you wouldn't know unless somebody told you or unless you read the handbook. Read the policy and procedure. Uh, Lots of information. And you should have at least one question Uh, when you read. One thing just to make sure that you understand correctly, uh, that you know you have not missed something from the policy. Uh, let's see. Uh, other folks who dialed in again, not a broadcast for spectators. Uh, for other folks who dialed in, if you are having no issues in the workplace, please. We beg of you, let us know how did you accomplish that? How are you getting through your day without urine being thrown in your workspace, your beverage, uh, white children not coming in and calling you a spear chucker and a coon? How did you do that? Let us know. 605-313-5164. The code 564-943-POUND. Press star six one If you would like to participate, uh, caller at 3098 should be with us as well.
8: Uh, Good evening, Mandy Hurt. Yes, sir. All right. Good evening, Gus. Good evening, callers and participants. Hope everybody's having a constructive evening. Um, To answer the, the direct question, I do use my friends as reference, and I I encourage them to use me as a reference. Um, as far as when they apply for jobs and such, um, my reason is like I said. If you say the reference, I can I can attest to their character, and I would hope they would to, to a to mine. Um, as far as <clears throat> children in the workplace, I. I take that on a case by I guess case by case basis. It depends on the demeanor of the child and um uh, how they how they how they yeah, uh, how they react in, and um portray themselves in, in that in that in the workplace. So I've had that situation. I've actually where a previous job where I had to interact with the children quite frequently where yeah, they were um I was quite friendly with them, and they were friendly with me so i I didn't have any problem. They were white children and actually i uh in retrospect, I think probably I shouldn't have but that that's that's what i did i was um friendly with them as as far as they were as friendly with me i would i would re- reciprocate what whatever energy they put for it. I did have a question I'm looking for suggestions because this is a, Actually, something that that's happening now. So I had to take some time to write it down. So if you bear with me, I'll um, read the situation and listen. Uh, listen for any suggestions and advice that anybody would have. <clears throat> I'm looking for suggestions on diffusing, deflecting further conflict between two white men, na- two white non-white males, and myself. One of whom is a so-called supervisor. The supervisor defu- refused to pay the other non-white male a bonus OT for the day. The supervisor had told the other male that none of the workers would not receive the extra pay, but the supervisor did indeed sign off on the extra pay. The non-white supervisor stated later, if, when, the subject was he had a rationalization at the ready and seemed to not be concerned. Later in the day, after the shift, the non-white male, who I who was denied the bonus, and who I partnered with often called me and questioned me about the situation, so specifically if the supervisor had signed off on the bonus. I was purposely evasive. He didn't come. He didn't contact another worker who was on the site to question her. I do not know her response. My question is: How should I best respond to any further query from the non-white male who denied the bonus? For the bonus that does not cause additional conflict. Thank you. I'll get my line.
5: <clears throat> uh, much obliged uh, for your question. Uh, sorry you are in that predicament. Um, hmm. So you do have information make sure I understood correctly. You do have information that this uh, white man denied the overtime pay for this non-white supervisor but he did uh, approve the overtime pay for the other employees do you have like direct evidence that yes that did happen he did do that
8: yes let, let me be let me um, clarify it, it was the, the, the supervisor is non-white
3: mm-hmm. or who
8: I, I believe he would be classified as non-white and the worker who I can partner with, he's also non-white. Okay, gotcha.
5: So he denied them. He
8: de- he denied them, but paid everybody else. Gotcha. And I he he stated he stated it wasn't personal, but I I don't know now in retrospect I think it's something a uh, personal issue. So I, I want to know how to best not cause any further conflict.
5: Hmm. Hmm. It's. Th- Thank you for for clarifying. I thought it was a white supervisor. Not a white supervisor. Non-white supervisor. Got it. And non-white worker who's being denied overtime pay. Got it. Um, it's challenging because generally system of racism, white supremacy, if it's a non-white person, victim of racism, and they're asking for constructive information, especially if it's like relevant pertaining to them uh if i have that information i try to give it to them i think that's reasonable given the system of white supremacy does so much to uh withhold we just uh kizzy's cousin she just said black fella comes in asking for his scores and they won't even do that won't even give him written feedback so i mean that's that's such a common procedure that you know i try not to be a part of that however I can totally grasp not wanting to be involved in this. If you're not the one in the decision-making process, like it wasn't me who denied the loan and you know, you need to talk to him. Um And it's, you know, all non-white people. I can, I can grasp uh not wanting to be involved. and That might even make it worse. Like, you know, him saying that, and then if he pulls you into it and that sort of thing. So uh yeah, that's, that's challenging uh united independent generally it's it's focused on you and problems concerning you uh this where one victim is having a a dispute with another victim about compensation i would probably be trying to do my best to avoid um yeah because it seems like that would just i don't i just don't see how that would make the situation any better uh you being involved uh, voluntarily so, or telling this person, uh, the employer who's trying to get his overtime pay, telling him your speculation about what happened, and I just don't see how that would... Yeah, I don't think that would make the situation any better. Does any, any of the folks that are listening, they have any suggestions? If Make sure I got it. So it's a non-white supervisor, non-white subordinate, non-white subordinate, I guess, thought was under the impression he was going to get overtime pay. It was denied. Uh, but the supervisor, who is non-white, approved overtime pay for all the other employees, just not for this non-white worker. Seems like it could be something personal. Uh, now the employee is coming to speak to our caller uh, and others trying to figure out what's going on and obviously being upset, or at least I would be, uh, about not being funded. Uh, would you? How would you deal with this? Would you I guess, share additional information. What would you do if you were our caller being approached by the employee in this situation? Can I be heard? Retired firefighter.
10: I could be wrong about this, but what uh, I'm thinking that I would do is to uh, collect all of my facts That would support me getting paid and go uh, to uh, the person that is over him
5: with the case. Is that uh, an option? I guess the caller is that is that something that would even be feasible to go to a more powerful person? with the information that you have about you know why the overtime was approved and denied with some discretion apparently
8: yes that would be an option but i think in in my view would cause further problems so i'm trying to um not cause further problems for anybody else that comes at the work site and it's going to cause, I think that would cause further work that would cause further scrutiny of the work site. I mean, it it is an option, but I think, and that's what I'm trying. I think that's what I'm trying to um, avoid. Hmm.
5: Is this something I guess I'm trying to think of if, if it's not going to talk to a more powerful white person, is this something where, uh, you could speak to, I don't know if y'all have that sort of rapport where you could speak to him directly about this uh, to, I guess, get a better grasp of why he didn't or denied the the overtime pay and what can be done.
8: I do. I, I think, uh, I don't know if I have uh, a good rapport. I, I think I have a good enough rapport that I can speak to him, the supervisor directly, because he's, because uh, I'm, uh, strangely enough, he's been speaking to me because I'm like, I'm actually finally up for my promotion. I think wow, this is two years ago when I first called in, and I was having issues with a, with the promotion. But they finally, um, I've taken my medical for the promotion, so I'm just waiting for the start of the class. So I've spoken to him about. Matter of fact, let me add, I guess add additional context. He's um, actually spoke. To, he actually questioned me. About what would I do in this situation? And I told him I had no ready answer. Now I, I would, I want to, I would want to ponder upon that. This is the supervisor speaking to me, so I, I, I'm not sure if I want to approach it, and I don't want to. I think I will. I think I would have to approach him and speak to him. I think that would probably be the best, the best way to go about it.
10: Oh, I, I was, I was assuming that. Uh that uh, you spoke to the person directly already. Uh, That was my assumption. Because, yes, of course, uh, I mean, I I would go to that that very person with my facts first. You know, uh, had had you hadn't done it prior to it. And then I would go to, if I didn't get satisfaction, then I would go to uh, the person that's beyond him.
8: Hmm. I'll think about. I'll think on that
5: context of white supremacy. That is that is challenging. I generally, like I said, don't like having because now I'm having to come in and intervene on a pay situation with another employee about why they didn't get this overtime pay. Uh, but I mean, yeah, if you all have, yeah, that's hmm. That is, uh, but I, I mean, I certainly advocate, you know, doing the correct thing. If, if he should have got the overtime pay and then he's not getting it, then, you know, we should be doing the correct thing by, by victims of racism. But wow, to, uh, man, we have to fight and scrap to get a raise or to get some sort of, uh, constructive reading for your annual review or biannual review or whatever it is and wow now i got to go in here and be a part of grappling and and tussling for somebody else's overtime pay like wow that is am i going to get a raise for this or do i get an extra nickel or anything for this uh did any other folks have uh recommendations for this that is a tough one i'd be curious to hear what mr fuller had to say uh on this one like wow
8: Yeah, thank you for the suggestion. I'll, um, like I said, be sure to call on his. Um, see if I can get in, get a call on his show.
3: Mm-hmm.
8: Um, but yeah, it, it's, it, it was, was. hot, happening? Like, I, I know. <laughs> if I, pardon, pardon my laughter, it's because it's not. It's not a. It's not. A, it's a serious situation. I. I like I'm trying to follow the ten basic stops. I'm trying not to have black people squabble with each other and expecting. Um, white supremacist to settle the affair. So that's, that's the one, that's the one, that's the one premise I'm, I'm looking at. And I know, you know, just based on, because like I said, I, as I stated, I partner with him often. So I, I'm actually part with, partnered with him tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I know this conversation is going to come up. So I know I'm trying to get a codified response to get him to not escalate and, um, cause for the cause for the problems so this this yeah, is is very challenging very very challenging mm. I, I i knew I had to call in to, this is one I knew I had to call in for
5: I guess I would maybe let him know that if you think you know if you all are going to be working together tomorrow and he's probably still going to be frustrated about this uh if you can you know tell him it, it might be difficult, but if he can try to be patient uh, at least for um phew, I try to overshoot with things like that, uh, to give yourself like double the time that you think it'll actually take. So, you know, just for example, if you think, uh, tomorrow's Saturday. So if you think, okay, uh, it might take Wednesday for me to have a meeting, uh, then I would say it's going to take a week, you know, if you could be patient for a week because his schedule is full and you know, it might take, it might be Thursday or Friday before I get to talk to him. So You know, if you can wait a week and then, you know, hey, if I'm able to talk to him Monday, then whoopee, I said a week and hey, we were able to knock this out on Monday. Um, But I would try to to give myself substantially more time than I think I will need uh, and asking him to be patient. And, you know, I'll try and talk to him and see if we can can help resolve this. But just try to be patient. Exactly what you said. You know, we want to try to solve this in a way that doesn't make things worse. uh, And hopefully gets those extra nickels, uh, in your pocket where everybody's happy and we can move forward with no problems. Um, but yeah, if you're going to see him, I would just tell him that like, yeah, I'm, I'm been thinking about this and, uh, I'm going to try and see if I can talk to him, see if we can, if we can find a way to, to solve this and, and get you those nickels, can't make any promises, but if you can just be patient with me for a week, boom, we'll, we'll see if we can see if we can make this situation right and go from there. Um, he always like solving problems where you don't have to involve other white people. Any other folks have a suggestion or a thought on how they would proceed with this one? Yeah, you can give us the update. He might I don't know. He might have, you know, a reason uh, as to why he did this. That might be the next one. He might have a reason that might sound... Uh, semi-non-personal, as though he, there's some legitimate workplace reason as to why this didn't happen. Uh, I know that does happen sometimes with overtime and those type of situations where it's supposed to be a, a an increase in pay. Sometimes there can be all kinds of uh, odd caveats, uh, white people or non-white people, as to why that doesn't kick in or why it kicks in later uh, than one thinks it should. Uh, but yeah, if you have an update on that situation, please Share. Context of white supremacy. Uh, other folks, uh, if you have your own situation, or if you have suggestions, comments on what's been shared thus far, the number six zero five three one three five one six four. The code five six four nine four three pound. Press star six one if you would like to participate. Let's see. Other folks who dialed in, if you have a hand up, Uh, if you have either your own experience or still if we have folks, if you have comments, references, making sure you have them at the ready, Uh, and or if you have uh, a codification around dealing with children being brought into your work environment, Feel free to share.
4: Hello, may I be
5: heard? Yeah. Greetings, Irie. Uh, I think that was the Lafayette, uh I think that was Lafayette, Louisiana, Mercedes Benz, where they were bragging about selling black customers uh higher priced inflating the price for black customers who wanted a Mercedes uh and then calling the black Mercedes Benz employees niggers. Good to hear from you, Irie. Yeah.
4: Thank you. Nice to hear from you as well. And hello to everyone on the line. Um, I'm not surprised it is Louisiana and I just heard about it today from a friend, but she forgot to tell me that it was in Lafayette. Um, honestly, I'm not comfortable any other place in Louisiana, but New Orleans, (laughs) not even Baton Rouge, but, um, I did have a suggestion for the caller that preceded me. I didn't hear the entire story. Um, I got, you know, just got curious. I was like, okay, let's, you know, what's going on with um, the workplace situations. And I heard like the tail end about overtime and I'm not absolutely sure what's going on uh, with uh, where he has to ask the guy or, or since you're on the line listening, I don't know what's going on where you have to try to get more time to settle the situation with your coworker, but. This suggestion I have may alleviate it for both you and him where you don't have to intervene for him in the future. When I was uh, working at a a state facility, um, we were notoriously mandated to overtime. And um, I figured out well ahead of really getting into the groove of doing a lot of overtime that I'm going to get cheated out of my hours. So I took the time to make a chart. In which I listed um, where I was working, the hours I, um, you know, clocked in to the hours of the end of my shift. Then I had a special role dedicated to overtime. When that started, when it ended, I, um, and also the supervisor on duty. And then I also found a way, it may not be as easy for you guys, but. I found a way to give legal notice verbally. Hey, supervisor, so-and-so, it's Irie, and I am here on a second shift, of, of meaning not my shift, but a second shift, and I've noted it, and now you know. Um, so maybe that would help, because I also think in the pursuit of getting paid that overtime, a person has to know exactly what those hours were that were worked and when and i i forgot to say the date would be for each row you know so just imagine a big like spread sh- not big but like a a table that had date shift times beginning and end overtime beginning and end and then the supervisor's name who was you know obviously supervisor and so he he could use that as a tool to pursue due diligence on his own in the future. And that's, um, yeah, that's what I want to add. I hope that, I hope that's a good idea, but we won't know until he practices it and tries it at least once. Thank you. I'm a little tongue twisted tonight. Thank you. I'll mute my line. I know the feeling. Absolutely. Um, great
5: suggestion. Uh, Irie, um, that is so common in terms of black people being or non-white people, period, being in employment situations where overtime ends up being disputed, uh the period ends up somewhere being, oh, wait a minute, no. Nope. Uh, on this state, you know, you didn't work enough hours or the overtime didn't start or you're one of the employees that's exempt. Like I said, it's so frequent where there's some sort of caveat that results in the non-white person missing out on the overtime. And like you said, sometimes uh, they'll use that as like an incentive. We're chasing thinking that we're going to get it or we're close to it or we already got it and then we don't get it. And, you know, did all this extra extra hard work uh, chasing that so that you can do your diligence so that you know exactly what your hours are. And then I like the confirmation as well so that this is noted, oh, okay, this is not my shift even. This is my second shift for my hours over time, all of that. So there's no surprise. There's no no nothing comes up as an issue. Like all of this was noted along the way. We have a nice neat paper trail and a nice spreadsheet to confirm by hours. And I think some other people have said that there are even some apps uh, that are really, really easy that can help you do the same thing so that you have a nice, elegant 2020 uh, 2020 uh, record of your hours each week and everything matches up on your paycheck. Because it's, it's so, so common. And especially in this situation, man, when you got third parties now who got to be involved in this and you know i oh yeah <laughs> try to minimize as much of that as you possibly can to make sure that you get all of your coins no wage theft uh other folks who dialed in if we missed you totally uh, or other folks who did, did we i thought i heard someone speak up did we miss somebody
10: yeah i was i was about to uh uh, speak up if nobody else was uh, joining in, and give my experiences about uh, children in the work workplace, quote unquote.
5: Oh yeah, we asked about that. Let's hear it.
10: Uh, yeah, well, with the fire service, uh, it works in several ways. Uh, formally, you can call headquarters and organize an 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 uh, appearance. To your school, you know, with the, uh, the, 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 uh, the that particular, uh, personnel at a fire station, whether the fire truck or both the truck and the, uh, both the fire truck and the rescue truck. And then what would take place, the, uh, the, the two units would go on what they call go on a 10. That means they'll go out of service. And other stations would take their calls, the emergency calls, uh, or it can be more informal to where uh, you would still go out to a school or kindergarten or something like that, and if you get a call because you're listening to the radio, you know you will go on it, respond to it, that sort of thing. You may or may not be able to come back. Uh, and also there's a level to where as even coworkers would bring their children uh, to on a job site, that sort of thing. For the most part, with the latter one, uh, basically, uh, because if you're a child, you're going, you're going to make sure that you watch out for their safety, uh, that sort of thing. I, I've never experienced or saw, uh, any child get injured or hurt uh, any type of way. One thing about it though, when, when a white person would bring their child or children on the, on the job, I wasn't, uh, that much interested in, in the, the worker, let alone talking about their children. Uh, so for the most part, I have this look on my face that, uh, uh, he's not, he's not inviting, uh, uh, as far as a person you want to sit around and speak with. And they, and, and, and children, uh, basically will go on about, to go about their business and whatnot. Uh, for the most part, the non-white black, uh, employees, uh, I've basically had a, a workable, uh, relationship with, not necessarily quote unquote friends. And if they brought their child children around, I would be uh, I would uh, invite their attention because you never know who you may be in company of as a non white black person uh, that may be the person who can solve a whole lot of problems, you know that sort of thing. And so I uh, garnish myself accordingly. Uh, of course, in the school situations uh, as. Probably you all would know that the firefighters would be the stars of the show, no matter you know all of the different uh, workplace uh, pre- presentations that happen at at schools on the elementary level, kindergarten level to the high school level uh you know the the fire department is always praised uh, so to speak also although that some individuals uh, don't really deserve it. <laughs> You know, as far as they say, as far as quote unquote saving lives, they may not have went on a call uh in in a in a year that registered as an emergency but nevertheless uh it was you know organized in that in that way uh i didn't spend a great i can't rem- i can't even remember uh presenting uh in front of a audience of white children I, I it's, not, it's not in my mind even think about it but I do know I spent a lot of time on, on all of those different levels uh, presenting in front of black children and uh, there's no there's no training for it there's no practice for it at all primarily because we drill all of the time uh, there's no issue about you know showing a child, uh, the, your 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 uh your your gear the the things on the truck that sort of thing uh, a brief talk about what we do and how we do it that sort of thing because you do it so much uh and knowing who i was in front of and how important it was as far as quote unquote black children uh i i took a lot of uh initiative in it uh in doing so uh uh and, uh, those are basically my, my memories and experiences that, I, that I've had, uh, uh, and thankful that under the system of racism, white supremacy, if it's, if it's a number of black children, there's probably not going to be a whole lot of white children involved with them anyway. Uh, thanks to, like I say, thanks to the racism, how they have done things in this part of the world that's called quote unquote segregation. Uh, that primarily you were dealing with black children. And I've worked for the most part in areas where the, the people who resided in the area were non-white black people anyway. And uh, those are my experiences. Thank you.
5: Much obliged, retired firefighter. That is awesome. Great. They'd say uh Modeling is one of the most powerful ways that children uh, learn. Uh, so, to be able to go and, and have retired firefighter going, talking to children, I am one of the folks out here riding the big red truck, putting out the fires, trying to keep you all safe. Spectacular. That is uh, Black Self-Respect again. Had quite a bit of that on the broadcast today. Uh, the number again... Six zero five three one three five one six four the code five six four nine four three pound press star six one if you would like to participate folks have any thought, again, uh, references? That was one uh, question that I asked. Uh, Making sure you have references at the ready. Do you use friends as references? Uh, How do you deal with uh, coworkers bringing their offspring to the job, having a code uh, to deal with children uh, in the workplace? Uh, Folks have any suggestions or thoughts on what's been discussed thus far, uh, or if you have your own situation, feel free free to proceed.
1: May I be heard?
5: Uh, Greetings, caller in Florida.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Greetings to Gus, the host, the listeners and callers. I have a few observations from the past few days. Um, I don't think, well, this isn't necessarily workplace racism, but it does have something to do with the uh, LG, uh, BTQ, or whatever the letters are. Uh, I've noticed that on my way walking to, uh, to work, that they have where the pedestrian lanes or the intersections that you walk across, they painted a rainbow like um, like on the actual pavement all over the the courthouse like uh, on the different corners. So I guess they were preparing for some kind of an event in the downtown area and I was speaking with the uh, the top most powerful uh, white person and I guess he was preparing to go to an event about uh, something about pride. Yeah, that was a term that was on the brochure because I tried to scan the desk and see, you know, what information is he reading because he's a political figure, as they say. Uh, So I think it may be some events coming up on that. Uh, That was my first one. My second one is I got a report from the black female that a suspected racist male was... I guess, uh, selling pot roasts. Um, I guess, uh, just that right there, uh, the term roast, that's interesting. Uh, he actually got money from a black female to purchase a pot roast and he was doing it for his lodge. I guess he's some kind of a Mason. So, and the term she used, she's not giving money to the clan um so she said this to him and it was him another black female that gave him the money so she pretty much broke it down (laughs) after why she calling it the kkk basically you're just dressing it up and you're tweaking the words that's that's the word she used so he kind of turned red you know he didn't really want to respond to nothing like that i guess it was some kind of religious talk so that's the term she used that this person is a Mason and she used the term KKK. So, uh, she was like, you know, why are you giving your money to, <laughs> to this guy or whatever? So she didn't really press too much. I didn't really put too much emphasis on it, but she did ask her. And she just said, well, you know, I just want to help or whatever. So they kind of just went on that way. They didn't really get into too much conflict. That was my second one. My third one is, uh, there was an incident that happened where I was coming back to the desk and it was, uh, toward where the black female came in in the morning. And I noticed a pattern where the operator will send calls to the phone. She's been assigned and she's not even at the desks. Uh, comfortably situated yet so I took the line I took the call and she was like you know what I'm about to go tell her about this because you know it, it really does uh, frustrate her and I think I definitely think racism was being practiced there because I know the operator a uh, person was classified as white she knows that this person gets in at a certain time so she's getting calls received to the desk and the white person isn't getting the call. So that's another one to pay attention to. Um, So she went out there and confronted the lady about it. And then I heard, I overheard them gossiping, you know, I was over there talking to the uh, supervisor. So the lady was like, I I just don't know what to do. And sometimes, you know, when you're there sitting there uh, pressing buttons all day, you just press just anything. It didn't make logical sense to me. Um uh, but she definitely was direct toward um black self-respect, I would say uh, my fourth one is uh, there was a conversation that the same black female and white female was happening, I mean was having, and you know they 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 had these kind of personal conversations about relationships and stuff, so I kind of just uh. I guess, disregard listening to it. But this one was constructive in a sense. Uh, she said that she was, um, I guess, curious about this guy she was with. And he he's seeing another female, and I don't know what that's all about. But the part where it became constructive is, is I just don't know if I still want to deal with him because he tends to throw the N-word around. Now he uh she talking to the black female sitting in front of her, so she's totally silent and I still don't say anything. So she was looking in her direction and it was like I just don't think she knew what to say. But silence was I think a good codified response. But she was still engaged and talking to this person up until that point. So um yeah, we all was just silent in there, so she kinda just got the point and just didn't say anything. And I'm like, why is she so comfortable um, in sharing this? I think one of the reasons is that she was looking for uh, a response. And she could be, I guess, uh, getting, I don't know if I could say coached or uh, uh, manipulated or asked by another white person to mention these kinds of things out of nowhere see what response that she'll get. Uh, and my next one is, there was a, another uh, black female that I noticed that's being used to do the cashiering, but it's like she's not really a part of the department that does it. So they tend to go and ask her to do the cashiering when the other backup person isn't there. So I'm wondering, I doubt she's even getting paid to do this or even, even like, checked off to do something like this. So that's uh, a few things that I wanted to share for the uh, week. And thanks for allowing me to share. Thanks.
5: Much obliged, wowzers, with the white woman who gave the report, the TMI. I don't know if people heard that when I did the audio clips at the beginning and they had the white individual, transgender I think. And he said he spent eight months writing a letter to his co-workers about his transgender evolution. And I said TMI? Are You're no longer Ted? You're Tina? Okay. That's all I need to know. I do not need eight pages about, you know, all of that. Uh, this white woman and i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna stick with her. like what we're at the courthouse what we're not talking in my view that's delectable negro uh he has a section in the book where he talks about how whites consume the psychic energy of black people and i think especially in environments where they have us uh like captive uh, a captive audience they say You're in that job for eight hours or whatever your shift is. You're there. And probably more so, you are in that specific office space for, you know, a good chunk of that eight hours, nine hours, whatever it is. So they got you. And, hey, I can just go to town. Oh, man, we did such and such and such. And they do this a lot. But this one, like you said, I normally try to avoid this, whatever. But this one, whoa, I don't know. I don't know if I want to stick it out. He throws around the N-word. And I think exactly as you said, hey, this is an environment where white people run experiments. This could be a test. He uh, had the other one where the white woman came in and said, oh man, I'm I'm just so outraged that uh, Huck Finn has all that nigger gem in it. I'm just, I'm outraged about it. What do you think? I think what? Trying to file court records. Like what? When did we get off on an analysis of Tom Sawyer in American literature. I mean, <laughs> same thing with this white woman. What am I supposed to say? Now, I do know some of us say, hey, same thing we always do, getting the question like, when when exactly did he call someone a nigger? What, what, what was the context? And see what she says, let her roll. That You're not talking, just let her ride. And she might tell you, oh, okay, wow. And then what did you say? That'd be a good one, too. I suspect if you ask enough of those, she will get back. I think the phone uh, just rung. Don't we have some files? There's a customer. She'll get off the subject if you ask mm-hmm. enough of those. But that is an option or nothing. Because like I said, like you all, every all of us really, white people, run experiments. This could be an experiment just to see how you uh, respond in the scenario So, uh, or the, anything. So, yeah, silence is always good. Questions are always good as well, either or. Suspicious either way as to why that would be brought up with a black person in a workplace scenario. Uh, The. The rain man, I had a total Seattle uh, flashback. Uh, They have in Seattle, I said at the very beginning of the program that uh, I have a difficult time when people talk about white LGBT LGBT. I, any other letter being mistreated uh, because I live in Seattle and I mean, they have like a whole part of town, a very expensive town that's like their area and they like not a new thing for like years and years. The crosswalks, multiple of them in the uh, Capitol Hill area uh, are rainbow colored where you can, where pedestrians can cross the street safely. It's a rainbow. It's not the normal white and black pattern. Uh, And I have an extra chuckle now because this saying this is even workplace racism. I was walking to the park to teach a yoga class at Powell Barnett Park, uh, which is uh, basically the central district, so-called colored district uh, of Seattle in the colored district, which is walking distance from Capitol Hill, uh, which is considered the LGBT part of town. So when you get to the central district, they have red, black and green crosswalks. Which I think is, you know, pretty tacky myself, but whatever. So they have the red, black, and green crosswalk. You know you're in the nigger part of Seattle. Super gentrified now, what they call. I'm walking in the red, black, and green crosswalk. Uh, and they have Seattle, they do it up. So they are super walker friendly town. So in addition to having the red, black and green crosswalk, they have a button so that you can get flashing lights as well. Plus, this is uh, next to a school uh, where this park is next to a school residential area. You're not supposed to be flying uh, through here. Lots of children. So the flashing lights are on. I'm walking through the car, uh, crosswalk on my way to work to teach a yoga class. White man is in his car. He sees me in the cross, the red, black, and green crosswalk. He sees me. He is at zero. He is not moving. This is not a case of, oh, I'm moving, nigger, interested I no. This is, I am at zero, and I see a nigger in the crosswalk, the red, black, and green crosswalk. And he steps on the accelerator and pulls out. And I look at him and say, oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I cross in the red, black, and green. I said, now, who wants to go teach yoga you saw me. This was not a, oh, I was on the phone. Oh, I was trying to get my e-vape uh, pen working right, and I dropped it. My sunglasses slipped off. The gla- You were at zero. You looked nigger in the red, black, and green crosswalk with the lights flashing, and bam, stepped on the accelerator. Oh, my God. That is commuting to work in the system of racism, white supremacy. But that was my immediate flash when you mentioned the new... Rainbow colorings on the sidewalks and corners at the courthouse, I guess for whatever the uh event you all are having related to what they call pride um, the pot roast that just it's twenty twenty who is selling pot roasts out in front of the courthouse like i I mean. I have been to like McDonald's where they have signs up that say no solicitation. Like, how can you come out and be peddling pot roast at the courthouse? <laughs> like, people come to the courthouse to get married and things, and you got to sidestep somebody peddling roast out front. Like, anyway, um, comparing the 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 Masons to the Klan, like, wow, it is about the same thing. Really, all the white organizations, the church, the Masons, I mean. It's about the same, uh, but yeah, I, I dig that. I'm not giving money to the KKK right on. A little bit more intelligent about uh, white supremacy racism. Roast or no, whatever you're going to do uh, with the money, it's going to come back to practice, uh, practice racism. Uh, wowzers. The N-word. Uh, I, that, that maybe would have been a question, and it might even be a question that I would come back and ask, because I said you can do that too. You can be silent. If they say that like on a Friday, and then Monday can come, and you can say, you know what, Susan, I kept thinking about that all weekend long, and I said I cannot wait to ask her on Monday, what what exactly was he saying? Like, give me an example. When was the last time he called somebody a nigger? What did he say? And see what she says. Then she says, he is. And what did you say? He said uh, that no good Obama's a nigger. I'm glad that nigger's gone. What'd you say? And she'll probably at that point say, I'm stunned. But it's always better if you can get them right then. Uh, if you wait, they might take time and backpedal, like, oh, I don't remember that, or it was so long ago, and that sort of thing. If you can get them right then, you can kind of catch them off guard. You might be more likely to get a little bit more uh, truth uh, from them because they'll be a little bit surprised, and right in the moment, they won't be able to prepare. They might even be stunned uh, that a nigger asked them a question. Uh, much obliged, uh, caller in florida slinging pot roast at the courthouse uh let's see other folks if you have any questions suggestions uh if you have dealt with white children in your workplace children in the workplace period i reckon uh feel free uh last few moments uh of the broadcast uh if you have any thoughts you would like to add on Based on what we've heard today, references as well. We talked about that. If you use your friends uh, as references and/or things that you do to make sure that you have ready-made references, maybe plenty of them. Uh, like I said, I was a little bit surprised at needing, you know, like five. <laughs> like uh, that is a lot of people to speak well about Gus and to not mention racism.
4: Hello, Nancy
5: H. Irie in Louisiana.
4: Yeah, so while I'm back, um, I'll make this brief for other people. I want to give the um, caller in Florida accolade for his uh, uh, patience because I'm at the point with um, white people when they want to indulge in conversations on the job. Um, I'm, I'll say, um, well, what makes you think I want to hear this? Or why are you telling this to me? And that would be my response. And it, I don't know, hopefully it wouldn't, you know, more wouldn't come out of it. But I just, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear your tacky, trashy activities, whatever they are. I don't care if you found a coupon for $50 off, uh, you know, a $50 whatever. It's not something I'm interested in and it's not something that we're here to do. Um, but yeah, good job. Thank you for being so patient. Um, the other thing I wanted to further inculcate with the timesheet situation or creating one, um, I actually was cheated out of um, overtime. And the reason I knew was because I could refer to um, my, my catalog of how, you know, I did my work, you know, when I did it. And come to find out the reason my hours were wrong was because the, um, the time sheet collector, um, didn't like me and she was white victim of racism. She was black. She didn't like me because, um, I hung up on her when she started yelling at me over the phone after an adverse event, um, during my overtime shift. And, you know, while she was yelling, I kind of was surprised. So I just hung it up. And then, um, she called back and she was like, Um, so you about to tell me that um the phone hung up accidentally? I said, actually no, I hung up because you were yelling at me and I don't know why and it's not professional. So I mean we can talk some more, we can talk again, but you don't have to yell at me, I'm an adult and so are you. And so at that time she wasn't the timekeeper. Then they switched her later and of course she she ran across the notorious me in doing her uh New position and cheated me out of almost like a hundred and sixty hours of overtime and at that time, I was doing like eighty five to almost ninety hours a week, so that's two weeks worth of overtime and um I had to also do a form, so that's the only only other thing I want to add. I had to do a form and put it in writing with the specific dates and times where I was cheated and because I gave the notice verbally, you know, and also there was another process at this particular job where you had to sign in to each particular site. It's a, it was a big campus and it had smaller, you know, like homes, they called them because it was a facility for um, the mentally disabled. And so because I also made sure to sign in in ink to the book, Um, it was verified and I got my, my hours back. I got my overtime back. Um, and you know, again, also I had to fill out the paperwork as well. That may be a part of the process for reclaiming that time. And so thank you. I'll end my turn completely. Everybody have a good, um, you know, Friday night weekend coming up. Thanks. And thanks.
5: Much obliged. Irie. Wow. That is monstrous I mean wage theft is I feel like a euphemism in that uh, illustration Um, side note policy and procedure sometimes I will say often will have the procedure if there is a discrepancy in hours worked or compensation oftentimes they will have a section maybe even a whole page uh, about auditing uh, if there is a problem or a dispute with uh, your pay. So policy and procedure, again, she said they had a whole process where she had to do a written, you know, report about all of this. Uh, but I mean, uh, just that alone, i uh, seeing seeing white person got their promotion. They don't have those problems. They move right on up the ladder, qualified or no, boop, 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 boop. And they move right on up with all of their vindictiveness and racism. Like, oh, yes, I remember that, nigger. Hung up on me, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Fix your wagon and then just go in. That's why you have to be really, really diligent. Uh, If you are treated well, great. But do not expect to be treated well. Really be mindful. Uh, And I mean mindful about everything. That's why I said it's good to check uh, the policy and procedure, because it might not even just be your pay. It might be other things that you are entitled to other resources, other benefits, other goodies that you are supposed to get as an employee but you wouldn't know uh and maybe they don't tell you all the goodies i've been in those type of work environments too where they don't even tell you all of the goodies that you get with the job unless you have the right person unless they put everything explicitly in the policy and procedure and sometimes they do you just got to read the whole thing uh other folks uh who dial in if you have thoughts suggestions dealing with offspring in the workplace. Making sure you have those references at the ready, if folks have any thoughts there uh, or on any other aspects of what's been shared. We had our male caller with the situation, really tough one uh, of all non-white people uh, and a non-white person being denied over time. And, you know, he thinks this might be something personal, uh, trying to figure out, you know, to intercede, should he try and go and speak to the supervisor, non-white supervisor, to try to see if he can help alleviate the situation or what to do. Folks have any thoughts on that one Uh, last few moments before we get ready to wrap up. Proceed. Please do not wait until the last five minutes to get a hand up or to chime in if you have thoughts to share.
1: May I be heard?
5: Caller in Florida.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, thank you very much, sir. Uh I was thinking about um how some co uh, coworkers uh some of their children will uh join the staff like uh there's well I think the term I think used is nepotism and I think this is another experiment where I think white people have been trying to get a reaction a certain reaction out of black people. There's a, a, white female supervisor who has her daughter-in-law. Um, and this may be another LGBT as well, married to the supervisors used to be daughter, but now a male. Okay. So she is married to a guy who used to be a female, but, uh, She's been inspired being in the supervisor's office and her mother in law's office. There's a black female stationed right in front of that office who is more than qualified. Well, she's supposed to be the lead worker. So she's obviously uh, physically able to see that this person's somewhere relative is having access to her office while she's not there. So that was what I've been meaning to share. Um, And this person's daughter also was allowed at one point to work in that same area uh, doing another type of assignment because they have different departments of one overall area. So I think someone made a report and that person was gone in no time. And here's the interesting thing. The daughter or the granddaughter to the supervisor is non-white. Her mother is white. So I'm not sure. I think she said the person was adopted or whatever. Um, so it was kind of confusing. So she got moved to another place. And my next one on that with uh, offspring. This is a black male child. Well, not a child, but a uh, young black male who was in college now there was a comment that was made about him. Uh, I guess he was made to, he was asked to do some more, uh, laborious things, uh, make boxes and carry them. So this suspected racist woman was quoted as saying, I like blank. He'll do whatever you ask him to do. He's a good guy. He'll, he'll do whatever you ask him. So it sounds like, um, uh, and I know I'm not using the word light like to make a comparison, but that's definitely describing someone as a slave. In, in my opinion, uh, I had another one. No, I had two more. Uh, I got a call from a customer who wanted me to check a property appraiser, uh, on finding a property. So as I was doing that, uh, she just started just saying something that was totally unrelated. And she says, man, this, these properties can get very tough to uh, look after or something. And she said, you know, with all of these foreigners moving in, you know, it's getting tough out here. So I just said, um, is there anything else I can help you with? And she says, no, well, I guess that'll be it. So I just asked the question and I pretty much got the female off of the phone. And I, I think this was a white woman. Um, So I'm just going to say that she's a suspected racist. And we have a a new black male that started. uh, What was an act of racism? Because I think they're isolating this victim of racism. But on the first day, the supervisor in that area was like, oh, okay. You know, we got to clean up the area. You know, we got a new person coming in. And they, like, (laughs) they hired the guy, like, a week prior. And they still didn't even tidy up the area where the guy's going to be sitting. So they're just trying to find, find a way to, to clean up the area. She asking somebody else to clean it, she didn't even volunteer to do it herself. Um, you know, there was a couple of boxes around, so she just took the boxes and uh, took them around the corner somewhere and threw the boxes to the side. And you could just tell some of the desks was dusty, uh, just terrible act of racism right there. And uh, I'm going to be making sure that I'm paying attention to how he's treated. Uh, and I'll report back on what I noticed. And that's all I have for now. Thanks for allowing me to share.
5: We, I am super uh, interested in hearing how the new uh, employee is treated. Uh, that is a good way of, uh, Mr. Fuller talks about comparison. Uh, That is a a quality way of evaluating justice. I mean, the tackiness. They can't even get the boxes out of the... And again, this is the courthouse. Like, man, like, come on, this is not McDonald's. Like, this is not the pawn shop on the corner. Like, man, and what sort of training opportunities? That'll be good, too, to see if they, you know, train him properly when he comes in. Um, The doing... I like this fella. He does whatever. Uh, That, I think, can happen to a lot of victims of racism. Um, Just trying to advance, seeking that white validation that was mentioned earlier in the system of white supremacy, John Henryism, however you want to label it. Uh, But trying to avoid being mistreated and hopefully I can hold on to uh, my job, make a few nickels, get a better job, all of that. Uh, And just, yeah, I'll do it. I'll try to be as accommodating as possible and thinking that that will curry you some favor with whites. And no, we are just a slave. He just does everything I want. Uh, And picking up on the tone of how that sounded uh, from the way that they were talking about that uh, victim, uh, I think. The, drop my notes. The nepotism, uh, that is... Pretty chronic in the system of white supremacy. You can look at the Bush family. I mean, it's lots of uh, illustrations uh, where whites do that on a constant basis, where it'll be their son and nephews and uncles and whomever else. Um, It's, I mean, that's rife uh, throughout the system of white supremacy, uh, where, and frequently it'll be unqualified nephews granddaughters nieces sons daughters whatever it is unqualified who uh got the position to you know do whatever um the whole transgender aspect of it wow that's yeah lots more of that uh to come uh and again i wouldn't have anything to say about any of that just here to work all of that is you know whatever i'm just trying to get work done uh let's see much obliged caller in Florida. Uh, definitely give us the update on how the fella is treated and if they eventually get the rubbish cleared from his uh, work area. Uh, two, three, three, three. Other folks, if you have suggestions, comments you want to make sure you share last few minutes before we call it a broadcast. Yes,
10: nobody is more traditional with nepotism than the fire department for sure uh it does appear that they leave a a little bit with non white black people but what I notice that is with those who have shown uh some sort of uh Allegiance with uh the uh shenanigans that white people enact on the job that sort of thing that they allow allow that to take place uh my offspring uh, went to an interview for some level of of uh, of training or or acceptance into Uh, getting into some sort of training aspect of one day getting hired as a firefighter. Unfortunately, he and I have the same name. And uh, he told me when he came home, he told me that uh, some white male, because I asked, was it a white person? Uh, Some white male stated, and I quote, your name sounds familiar to him. And uh, you know, my name is Michael Imani. In reality, uh, uh, I'm not, you know, uh, concerned about someone knowing or who I am on your show. But uh, uh, and which is kind of like unique uh, on a job. Uh, and uh, so that was telling me that uh, that white person uh, was making a connection with the name of my offspring and someone that he have uh, been familiar with on the job itself but uh the uh non-white black people that runs this uh this website that i mentioned on the program that that a uh, post that i put on concerned about the uh the uh, uh whether or not uh, uh that Dade County Fire Department was living up to the uh, hiring practices of black people, and they quickly took it off of the, uh, of the website. They, they, one of the uh, non-white black participants or founders of this website has, I think, at least two younger relatives that has gone through training and is on the fire department. You know, so they they pick and choose. They pick and choose, but they themselves, meaning white people, overwhelmingly across the world, actually uh, are traditional with hiring their grand grandchildren, nephews,
5: sons, and daughters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Worldwide, absolutely, lots and lots and lots of that. Uh, it is. And that right there uh, could be a whole nother uh when they talk about the college admissions uh scandal uh where they talk about that like oh my goodness, your father and uh lineage that's what they call it, uh where those folks went to the school and oh now you can get in and that sort of thing, and sometimes they do it with certain uh jobs uh where it'll be passed on one general I think they've even said sometimes it would be um the firehouses uh because they I think you had talked about it before they would start out as private residences. Uh, So sometimes that would go from one generation to the next generation to the next generation because you not only get the firefighter job, you get the house, too, a little property or whatever it is. So, I mean, lots of worldwide, that is not anything that is special to Florida or Washington or the U.S. That is worldwide, the nepotism of the system. I mean, really, the system of white supremacy is the ultimate example of nepotism because it's not that many white people, tiny Tiny percentage of the global population. So I mean, that right there is is the nepotism, in a bunch. Uh, anything else, folks, need to share before we conclude? Mister Fuller said it right. He said they adopted
10: the royalty system, and the royalty system is based on on uh,
5: nepotism. Absolutely uh any anything else updates will be forthcoming uh I will let you know I'll double check the audio to see if we got better recording uh rats about the audio at the beginning hopefully won't have any technical issues uh for tomorrow with the audio being disrupted uh thanks for your patience uh we'll have updates uh the yoga situation. See if uh, we can make it through the references, background check, all of that with the application process. We'll update next time around. We'll be here tomorrow for the compensatory call in 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, We will review what took place over the last seven days. Uh, If you have counter-racist suggestions, be ready to share 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific tomorrow. Thanks to everyone who tuned in this evening. I hope it was a constructive investment of your Friday evening. Sobriety would be best under conditions of white supremacy. Let's keep our brain computers working at maximum efficiency so that we can go about the business of solving the problem. In addition to being sober, let's be buckled up every time we are in a vehicle, passenger or driver. Let's do everything that we can to minimize contact with race soldiers. That would include not being on the cell phone if you are driving. Let's minimize our contact with the Amber Geigers of the world. Creator, we ask that you help us remain patient with other black people, victims of white supremacy. We ask that you help us remain patient with ourselves. Remind us to demonstrate the highest levels of black self-respect at all times, in all places. Each and every time we are in contact with another black person, it has been time. Replace white supremacy with justice immediately. Cow signing out. Thanks all for tuning in.
1: Nigga, you so brainwashed.
3: I'm a victim, brother.
1: you
5: a victim. Man, I'm up. a victim of 400 years of conditioning. Shut up.